0: It's Sally here Just a quick one Just a quick one If you like this really sweary podcast By Kelechi Sorry Kelechi Do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts Okay Now for the very urban intro music Ha ha ha
1: it's the spoonful woman womanness, baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it. Hot calling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know. I'll let you find, and she's wonderful kind. Don't say you're mine, say you're
0: mine. <laughs>
2: Because when they were, that actually scared me. I was thinking where that come from.
0: <laughs> hi everybody. Um, hi hi hi. It is me, collecting in the place to be with our guest in residence. Hi guys. It's Sadiq. How are y'all? <laughs> Um, yaga yow. how are ya- yaga yow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of SYM Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What That's right, Suck, suck Your, your Mum <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, just glad to be back Um, Obviously you weren't here last week Because you were resting from the party How do you feel?
2: I feel good I find it funny that I had to rest and you didn't <laughs> You managed to actually come and record the podcast just normally But no, nah, I had to take some time out I feel good. I feel refreshed. It's been a bit of a busy week, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm back on. I'm, I'm hoping you guys, you know, didn't miss me too much.
0: Well, the thing is, they they stay messaging me. You you lot stay messaging me like oh oh so Sadiq just wasn't there this week then oh <laughs> oh like
2: what what <laughs> no I'm here guys I'm here I'm but here. no but I love
0: it I love it I love the energy that you get from the show that it pleases you all so much it yes. brings me great joy and I'm joy. sorry for
2: the slip ups you know I have to really address the um <laughs> the Dorothy the Dorothy Dandridge uh, cock up that was so offensive and you know if Lynn <laughs> if Lynn Whitfield her name her real yeah. name if she actually heard that she would be so, so, so offended. Do you know another blunder that I, that I made, and I had to quickly delete the tweet because someone DM'd me, was, you know, after the versus battle? Yeah. I remember sitting there wondering, why didn't Monica sing, Um, all I hear is a raindrops? Because it but, wasn't her Because it wasn't Monica. It was Tamia officially missing you. And I tweeted that, and it was so embarrassing, literally, because I be, believed in my heart of hearts, like, that was Monica's song. Why would she not play officially missing you? Oh, but wow. yeah, I need to... Brush up. Lucky it's not a music podcast because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be gone. <laughs> because all I'd the be endorsements would be as oh. out, of out of the window. I just imagine me meeting I'm Monica and saying, "Oh my god, I love that song that you, She'll that slap you made." You. Oh, she would. And you know, she's, she's the type as well.
0: She's well. type. No, she's the type to
2: just send you a
0: blow across your head, like she yeah. used to give Brandy. So. <laughs>
2: So sorry for all the blunders. Oh right, my right, right. It's probably uh,
0: going to continue. I'm am disappointed that I didn't actually watch it. And people sent me thank you to the person that sent me the YouTube link. They were like, you can watch it here, and I still haven't sat down to watch oh, no, it. I sat down
2: and watched it after. I enjoyed it so much. It's so weird how you know, growing up, I always felt like Brandy was Moesha that kind of moody kind of character. Yeah, but she's very goofy. She's very. I yeah. see how like it makes sense that her and Ray J are siblings. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. they are both. They're quite similar to each other. And then Monica is quite. I, Quite laid back, but I didn't like how people tried to paint her out as like not being into it, or she didn't really want to like. Because people said it was
0: awkward, which is also why I didn't watch it it because I was just
2: awkward between them okay certain moments. Okay, because I mean you have to think about it this way: you don't speak to someone for eight years, and then you get on TV with them, fam. It is going to be awkward. Yeah, do you get what I mean? So, but they they kind of powered through that as best as they could. But no, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed watching the whole thing. I love Monica's energy. I love Brandy's energy. A lot of people were cussing what Monica um, Monica's outfit.
0: I, I thought it was cute. You know me though. I, I hate good. I hate white shoes. So my problem was 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 with what Brandy was wearing. They were both
2: wearing white shoes. They were both wearing yeah, white yeah, shoes. I think they
0: were both wearing white that's nah, no, That's the
2: that's a, that's <laughs> an energy
0: of demonic principalities. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't like white
2: shoes. I don't no, no. like it. We know we've known that. I've been known that to be.
0: Fair. Oh, they make we me don't so uncomfortable. Own one pair of white shoes. Me? No, not no, one pair. no. The day you see me, listen, listen, listen. If somehow, yeah, the government get a hold of me and yet they still want me to go about everyday life looking like I'm functioning, but actually they want me to give you their propaganda. I'll give you a code that I'm not <laughs> safe by me wearing white shoes. If you ever see me wearing white shoes, the government have gotten a hold of me. <laughs> Fact. Fact, because that is, no, it's a mess. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that. So much has happened in like mm. this week there's so much but we'll try and like power through before lev comes back and he's like get the fuck off the microphone and mm-hmm. give me milk um yeah so first of all like big up this week's show sponsor who is better or who are better thank you for doing your bits i know that some of you are really really enjoying having your therapy sessions through um the app and i that makes me very very glad it means that you're unlikely to be moving mad online i feel like i've dropped some
2: real videos this week you know I've been yes. really active
0: on Instagram. Yeah,
2: my favorite being the makeup, the <laughs> pandemic makeup tutorial. Even mummy loves that so much as well. I, I love was that so, one.
0: I was so taken aback by mummy saying to me, Kelechi, you are
2: hilarious. <laughs> she said that to me as well. i was like, why can't you just say hilarious? I understand. <laughs> why <laughs> She really that wants to the, accentuate the hilar. Uh, the the Kelechi,
0: <laughs> Kelechi, you are so hilarious. It's a good thing that I had you in a private hospital. Because <laughs> if I didn't have you in a private hospital, I'd say, is this my child? <laughs> I, I am
2: definitely your child. Yeah, so we know that. <laughs> with, with this mouth that I have, this fire mouth. Without a doubt. Without that, <laughs> doubt. I think people need to experience money to know.
0: I've said that she should come on the podcast, but she's saying that she wants it to coincide with the release of her book.
2: I don't even know what she's who she is. I don't know <laughs> what she's I don't know what she's saying. about a
0: fucking book. Yes.
2: But I think I think a lot of those responses you got is I think it's pretty much down to the fact that I think people forget that you act. Yeah. I don't think they realize that you are an actor first and foremost. Yes, yeah. You know, and I think because we got all of these Things going on. It's like, oh, yeah, this is exciting, this is exciting. So, when you actually drop something like that and you don't, you don't you didn't even crack a smile. No. Do you get me? Some people to do something like that is very difficult, especially when we're keeping a straight face as well. Yeah. So, I think it's like people obviously realizing that not only can you act, you're great at it. And fucking now it's hilarious.
0: Thank you. So, I mean, certain men are out there not letting me be known as a writer. They don't think I'm a writer. And I'm like, but the fact is, for you to find it funny, I have to be able to write the thing. Yeah. It's one thing to be able to act, but the thing that I'm delivering, the, 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 what i'm conveying to you has to actually have packs and punch mm-hmm. so it's the comedic timing as well as the content that i'm actually giving Definitely. you there's so many elements that so many elements to it and i'm but i do appreciate that so many people were like like the one term that was used the most was like you're a genius you're a genius and i'm like <laughs> thank you 2020 thank you 2020 I've got to shut that window at one point because um, we're really hearing the aeroplanes overhead, but we'll do that in a bit. But no, I'm just like, thank you 2020 because people are realising that when I say range, I, all the letters, fam, I'm the R, the a, the a, the N, the G, the E, I'm the range, all the rangé, the rangé. <laughs> <laughs>
2: However way you see it.
0: <laughs> but you know, it's it's a tough one, but I, I, it just came to me out of the blue and that's what's wild about it because I went to go and get my massage from Pendulum Massage. Thank you to everybody that uh, bought me um, a massage with Pauline. It really, really helps to keep me grounded because I tell you some days I just want to cry. But um, having those sessions really makes a difference. So thank you to everyone who's bought me. Um, I think it was like four people who bought me um, a gift card from her so I can have these sessions. But I had um, this week I had and well, last week I had an abdominal massage and a foot massage. And it was incredible. And I made an Insta story about it. But basically, um, when I was getting ready to get on the bed or whatever, it's funny how everything played out because I got there and um, Pauline had thought that she'd lost um, her thermometer her thermostat she mm-hmm. thought she'd lost it and she said you know we have to be safe so I don't think I can do the session today because I don't know where I've put this you know the flashy flashy thermometer thing that um so I was like that's fine you know I don't mind you know I safety above all so I'm leaving I've gone out the building and then she, Pauline's popped her head through the window and she's gone oh I found it mm-hmm. so I've come back in all of this is important because then I sat down got my things off now and I looked at my phone and now at the time is 11 11 so whenever I see 1111, I would say a little prayer and i just say, you know, thank you to my spirit, guys. Thank you to God for always like watching over me and um, protecting me and everything like that. Um, And I'd been stressed because obviously with these government, um, uh, you know, all of these government regulations, you're not quite knowing where you stand with everything. You're saying that people can't socialise in a group of six or more than a a group of more than six. But you can have weddings of 30 people or you could do this, you could do that. And gyms and all of this can go on as normal. Pubs and restaurants can go on as normal. I don't, none of it makes sense. But someone was like, if you don't understand what all of this is, anywhere there's a till can stay open and i was just like oh okay. yeah of course cuz they just want money right. um, don't care about our health or whatever
2: <laughs> that's the best way to right say it,
0: actually. <laughs> so um i was just like worrying and i just thought to myself i like i keep saying on this podcast i feel like i'm coming to an end with the studio and i and it's it's not something that's it's still prospering which is one of those things i'm trying to see what the lesson, lesson is do you want me to let go of something that is doing well and not do it before it um everything kind of collapses on each other or what what is the lesson or do I close for a little bit and open um next year in a bigger space or I don't quite know what this is but I say that because I was stressed thinking about all of these things what am I going to do I've got responsibility to my teachers the ones who teach at the studio for me and things like that so so much is playing in my mind and I saw the eleven eleven, 11 and I just prayed and I was just like please continue to offer me guidance in it because all of this is mad the government's mad all of this is mad and then I lie down on the um, you know the t- uh, the bed to have the massage and whatever and as I'm lying there my mind picks up the fact that the song that's playing um, on the on Pauline's playlist is don't you worry about a thing don't you worry about a thing pretty mama what's and that I- in you tell me who's oh, no, 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 no 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 I'm
2: not falling <laughs> for that trap not falling for that one. Um, <laughs> I'm asking this time. <laughs> and I'm not going to make so, any guesses. So,
0: um, I think it's Stevie Wonder. But I am um, actually checked that before they're like, Collection, even you! <laughs> I've rubbed off on you. Even you! Um, but, um, but yeah, that was playing. And I just think that, oh, yeah, Stevie Wonder. So I just thought to myself, that's God. Mm. That's God. Like, for, for Pauline to have that playing at that specific time after me seeing 11, 11, I only saw 11, 11 cause we ended up, you know, looking, Go, yeah, starting, yeah, starting, um, a bit later. And I arrived a bit late as well. So
2: it's a message you needed to hear,
0: right? Like literally. And I feel like the more in tune we all become with us, the, the, with our spirit self and, um, you, you know, the spiritual realm that is pretty much keeping this 3d fuck shit that we exist in is what's keeping it up. You know, it's what's holding it up. Once we become more aware of that, we'll get messages in the wildest way. Um, that's what I think, anyway, and that's what I got from that. Like the the message was so sort of, don't worry. Like even if it doesn't make sense to you, you've you've got this, and that's all I kept hearing. That don't you worry about a thing, pretty mama. And I thought, yeah, that's my message, and it just made me feel so calm. And I just surrendered to the massage, and I at some point I snored wow but um how long was the the session 60 minutes
2: no it's just 60 minute massage
0: yeah Ooh. yeah i had 30 minutes on my feet 30 minutes on my abs Oh wow! yeah wow. and i think like it's important for black women especially as well to go and have these massages um <clears throat> especially if you you know about like fibroids and things like that i just think like it's good to kind of do stuff to 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 rejuvenate that area don't quote me on that, I'm not a medical professional But um, I, I just think I definitely feel like it helps me anyway So yeah That that was an interesting um, Kind of Foray with the, with the spirits And just thinking to myself That I don't believe really in so much Coincidences but I believe in synchronicity mm. And that's what took place that day Just showing how synchronised everything And how um, everything is And how we are all connected to each other whether we realise it or not
2: I'm the same way, yeah, I agree that
0: Because why did uh, Pauline choose that playlist? Mm. You know, so, okay. So then all of that happened now. I had no thoughts whatsoever about making a video. I'd already made the Leave Africa Alone video. You know, I'd already... So I wasn't going to make any video. I was just going home after that massage. It's like, it's very, very easy for me to get home from where Pauline is. I promise you, from the point where I got on the tube to getting off the tube, I got on the tube having no idea that I was going to do anything... Six minutes later I had an idea For the The makeup tutorial And I had it Very clear in my head What it was going to be And that's why I feel like I take credit for it But it's not me It wasn't of me I just I got on the tube And my mind was blank And I got off the tube And it was just like Oh so you could think about Yeah this is what I need to make And I need to make it today That was the thing Usually I'd be like Oh I'll make it in a, a couple of days It was like No no you need to make it right now Get it out today Yeah get it out today So I got home And um, just got everything ready and, and just made it And like the lines Were almost like fed to me Like oh and then You're going to draw your eyebrows Like the M1 And you're going to do this And you're going to do that It all
2: just literally made sense Yes it's yeah. like I
0: downloaded Wait. the, the <laughs> you know the information
2: yeah and it was fluent as well I think that's one thing people love about the videos it's always so fluent it just flows <laughs> they're just like where is this gonna go and I think a lot of people maybe for a lot of men they'll think they thought it was genuinely serious so they're maybe not gonna click on yeah. to watch a makeup tutorial but when you watch it you're just like oh my god thank god I clicked on this.
0: that's what so many people were saying that one person was like I scrolled past this all of yesterday thinking I don't like makeup tutorials yeah. and I've watched this today and now I want to go back in time <laughs> yeah, and I'm just I like them. but but, you um, know, Just you
2: wait. And see, everyone's going to be doing, you know, their makeup tutorials different now. Yeah, not that we mind, but just pay homage. But they <laughs> won't. They won't. That's one <laughs> thing they won't do. Collectively inspired me. That's no, why I like TikTok because you know people would use your idea and they will. They will credit you. You'll yeah. see it in their, in their comments. So they'll say credits to. Yeah. You know, and that's good enough. But let's see.
0: But yeah, it was it was it was something very very spiritual for me, and I I'm really touched by how well it's done online how many people resonate with it um, but i think i'm they, surprised at
2: how many americans um resonated with it as yes well. and then only then you kind of realize that we have a very similar we're in a very similar political situation
0: all of us are <laughs> around are the, the world very, whether
2: you're even in nigeria
0: uganda zimbabwe yeah yeah
2: yeah we're we all in all the in a same very similar political situation yeah. because our government are
0: uh, everything's a literally. mess and they're eating all the money. So I think that, but that's also why I try to not My make it too specific.
2: <laughs> just conceal and all the chuck and trace where you just make a big deal of it and you just fade it, it out. Fade it, it, it out. Because that was spot fucking on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to make sure that the actual um, advice kind of sounded like what I'd heard from other makeup artists. <laughs> so it gave you something. But um, what's a cut crease? It's like that thing that they do here, like in the crease of just your eyeball. You know where if you feel like where your eyeball is, yeah. the top of it there. That's where they usually do like the 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 difference in shade. Okay. Yeah, but I was just using terms, You're you just know, using makeup terms. Yeah, I was just throwing them in there. But yeah, I'm really really um, pleased. I just feel like the Americans prefer me. There's an energy of like they prefer me to the Brits.
2: I think well, it's this thing that we're starting to address. There's this... is What's it called? British conservatism. Yeah. I think, naturally, a lot of us are a lot more kind of reserved or a lot more kind of um towards each other people? though yeah. because
0: when it's time to celebrate Americans the Brits
2: the, the Brits love that we do, the Black but then Brits. yeah it's like when it's around us like oh my gosh it's a bit ratchet it's like, oh my god yeah, but then yeah. when Americans it's like yeah 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 yeah. So, yeah yeah so it's a bit like it's very very interesting. I think I think we're kind of coming out of that very slowly. Slowly but surely we're coming out of that because Americans what I love about them is that they don't they're not afraid to show support. That is it I don't know why British people are like that. It's like oh my God you, you like if you're showing support it's like people are gonna look at you like oh you're, you're a bag yeah or whatever it's just like fam like just if Support you like ting. something if you like something that someone has done let them know yeah and don't expect anything from them because I think that's the that's something that we have in, it, over here as well where it's like oh you compliment someone and you expect them to either be your friend or give you a compliment back it mm. is totally fine to compliment someone and get no response I know yeah. that sounds a bit kind of mad but but if you want it, if you want someone to if you want someone to hear some positive words that you wanted to share with them, then let that just be that. Do you get I me? Mean? Yes. Don't expect anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you get something back, cool. But cool. but then people pretending like they don't know who I am is the weirdest one for me. Like, oh my god, who is this person? I've just come across their page. They're so funny. Not to be funny, but not
2: <laughs> not being funny, but not funny. In Britain, you don't know who I am. Yeah, it's a okay. Bit- yeah. Yeah. Even I if some people just like the, some people like to get an introduction. Like, oh my God, I didn't know you. No, but you, 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 you know, know, you it's know okay. me. Like, it's a ego thing, man. But, the but then I look just...
0: at it and I just think like, what I've contributed to the culture, mm-hmm. especially the black British online culture, it's a bit weird to say that you don't like, you probably use my phrases. You've probably used my photo and not realize it's me. When I did the splits at, at a wedding, you you lot shared that and were like, my, if my bridesmaids don't do this, rare, rare, yeah, rare, yeah, yeah. rare, rare.
2: And they didn't know it was you. You didn't know it was yes. me. Yes, Sally yes, and yes, HR, yes.
0: you've shared, you didn't know it was me. Where were you the night before your trad? you didn't know
2: what to <laughs> I love that you're claiming that one <laughs> that was a night that was a night but you know it is I think it, is, it comes down to this thing of like you know things get kind of remodeled and repackaged and resold on social media in yeah. a way where it happens so often that you don't you actually forget where it originated from like you think about it, the bad vibes tweet the the, the baby with bad vibes tweet, yeah um, baby with bad vibes you know, the tweet that I made like Ever since I said that, everyone's just been saying bad yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you say to someone, oh, why did you just say bad vibes? They wouldn't be able to tell you that, oh, it's because of this person tweeted this once upon a time. Yeah, and this black every, rich guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then I've been saying bad vibes ever since. Nobody actually realizes that it's in your vocabulary for a reason.
0: So, I mean, so we're sitting there, sitting here as cultural g- greats. I mean, if we
2: want, I don't like to blow our own horn, but. We have... <laughs> That's a whole noise. We've been giving the girls things. Wow.
0: As a family, mummy should be proud. Should. <laughs> we she are tried social her. media juggernauts.
2: <laughs> Just give credit where it's due. Yeah. That is all. No but, but it's asked.
0: Yeah it's, it's, it's a lot Sha, But I'm glad that the videos People enjoy it And, yeah, it's, and it's still, still exciting To
2: see people genuinely Be introduced to you so, Yes yes, so The nice ones who are Genuinely yeah. Like, yeah.
0: It's, it's exciting to see them Like discover me And yeah. be like Oh my god I didn't know that people Behave like this yeah. I'm like yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. And then
2: engage with more of your videos and see all of that. So it's it's it's, it's kinda nice. And Auntie Hill House. Hill
0: House Finty. Oh my yes. god!
2: Yes. Auntie is it Paula? Paula. Auntie Paula. And I wanna say why I wanna shout her out is because you remember I did have some reservations yeah, yeah, about Auntie yeah, Paula. I yeah, thought yeah. Auntie Paula could have been yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I'm happy to know that she probably isn't that thing that I thought she is. So, big up, Auntie Paula. A lot of
0: the older black women really just embracing me in their bosoms, like, this past week, and and I love to see it, like, Bernadine Evaristo. She's a professor.
2: She's she's an author. Oh, no, okay, okay, sorry. She's
0: the one that wrote Girl, Woman, Other, that won um, the Man Booker Prize and had to
2: share with Margaret Atwood. Oh, no, was that last year? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so she did spell she spelled she said spelt your name a car for her, but I I thought because of who you are, I'm gonna allow it. You're the only one, yes, that will make an exception.
0: Yeah, that was sweet. That was that was really, really lovely of her. And it was just interesting that now all of these publishers clamored to go and follow me. Like, oh, she got a coast, she got a coast sign. She got an. Oh, we've got that's a
2: big coast sign, though.
0: Yes, it's the massive, it's the biggest. (laughs) It's the biggest. biggest. And I was minding my business, but I feel like again, that was God saying, like, fam, I will bring all of the people to you now. Watch how. everyone's arriving that will elevate you to where you deserve to be for ages but the time has to be right for people to be able to receive your message because this time last year if you'd ever come out with that sort of video um, about Boris
2: mm, how would it have been received Mm. I say timing is everything and it goes back to what you just said about synchronicity I think it's not it's never a coincidence no it's just about things aligning and you you aligning
0: and if you can stay aligned with what you're doing and the frequency that you should be working at Uh that's for your highest good you'll see how everything falls into place that's not to say you won't face challenges because there's always going to be challenges, mm-hmm. but you'll find that things move with more ease. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm trying to like, make sure that I'm doing now, rather than trying to do boss with life, just seeing what life is, where life is trying to take me and just sort of flow with it. But I was surprised when Hill House Vintage, when I saw the, see the seeing the message and I'm like, what? So I've got Gina Yashere. Um, oh, no, I love Gina Yashere. Oh, it's honestly, I don't think you understand like all of these wonderful, wonderful women just showing up and showing support in that way. And I think that that's necessary as well because there's that generational lag. I think sometimes where older black women, well, not Gina Yashere, but you know, other older black women might see me and be like, "Oh no, she's doing too much. She's too loud. She's too brash." But I love like Bernadine Evaristo's tweet where she was just like, "Yeah, she's she's not beholden to any paymasters.
2: No, she's so she what- can say what the hell she
0: likes." Oh,
2: oh, yes
0: so there you go and keep doing it mm-hmm. so that let them all know and now everyone's like oh my god so are you thinking about writing anything oh my god you've got such cutting wits would love you to write something <laughs> i love that <laughs> as if cutting i wasn't wit. <laughs> so if i wasn't writing something before and you're like well I just don't know if this is quite right for us or we'll give you this amount for it no now, now people know. Now things have, na- things have changed, and and they haven't finished changing. So I think that this is why I probably need to fall back and let things continue um, as they are, and see where we go from there. Mm-hmm. But let's get into this tarot. At this point, we are only literally going to do probably one one thing for each one subject Fair. for each no segment. But tarot this week it, it goes into pretty much what we were saying um, earlier. Where's my obsidian? My black obsidian. Um, it. it goes into yeah, it goes into what we were saying earlier this card, three major arcanas came out, three major arcanas, no minor arcanas at all. So this is a massive, massive energy, massive life energy that we're being called to recognize. Everything came out upright. The first card is the emperor. We see the crumbling throne. It's a throne made of stone, but we see this uh, throne that's brittle. And um, for me, the message here is that some people need to Really address like the father figures in their life. Um, some people, for basically for you to move on to the new stage of um, your growth, you have to address some kind of hangups that you have with your fathers or your because, however you feel about them, you're playing it out in other relationships. So if your whole premise is like, I don't know, like men ain't shit, then it will be, it will always be at the back of your mind. Even if you go to find people who are not like your father, you're still going to, it's going to, it doesn't have to be men who play out in that way, but you're just going to, if you think that just relationships are a particular type of way and people behave a particular type of way, you're going to go and find those same things in your um, romantic relationships or in your friendships, for instance, or even in your working environment. So if you've had, if you've been told, you know, you're not good enough, or um, you've just been left to the side to kind of do your own thing, you're going to enter into situations where you're having to prove your worth. um, And it's breaking that. And then another aspect of it is that we are being asked to look at the authority figures all around us and how Some of them aren't well placed to be where they are And we are the authority figures That we should um, be um, in reverence of Like we should trust the divinity And authority within ourselves This is very like very, very bold energy. And this is an energy of action. It's not something like the empress that's happening within. It's like, now is the time for us to speak up and speak out. Like if something isn't working for you in a workplace dynamic, if something isn't working for you in a relationship, it's time for you to actually call it out because the next card is the sun card. Your inner child will thank you. Your inner child wants this to be a thing. Your inner child wants to flourish. And also from another perspective, from another perspective, the sun will shine over every aspect of your life because wherever you bring light to, the darkness can't continue to kind of dwell there. Things can't continue to like be dank there. So you're trying to shine light into every aspect of your life so you can thrive, so you can be successful. Um, we, uh, we are at the dawn of a new day. And I actually think that we've still got some A bit more of the dark part of it To work through before we reach the dawn of the new day But the dawn of the new day is promised Basically And until we get there We have to really um, look at the authority, um, the authorities and the systems and the structures that are put around us and critic um, and criticize them and say what isn't working for us and not just allow it to be because that's the way it's always been. The way it's always been has killed many people. It has to stop at some point. So we have to call it out at some point. And if it's in the day to day life just because something is the way it's always been now, no one speaks to your CEO that way. Yeah, no one speaks to your CEO that way or didn't before you came along. And if you need to say something, you need to say something in it. But it's only by doing these things that we um, show that we are the true power and all of these flimsy things that we've put in place that we think are so rigid and can never be um, that and they're insurmountable. It's ridiculous. We can uh, criticize them and we can put something, um, new. So that's the emperor, the sun, and then the, um, next card is the full card. That's when we have the new beginning. And again, we see the sun at the, in the background of the fool card. That's when we have a new beginning. That's when the potential and the, um, opportunity, um, is vast and it could be literally anything. We can see, um, everything anew and, that's when we move into the new stage of our being By addressing the things that aren't serving us For us to start again For us to get the hard reset that we want on this life We're going to have to really take a, take apart the structures that aren't serving us And um, the bottom of the deck I think I put it away um, But it was interesting to see um, that the card at the bottom of the deck Let me bring it back out Because it really caught my eye Caught my eye When I was looking at it it is um the five of pentacles the five of pentacles is there because if we don't do this work we're going to find ourselves in like a major major um uh space of poverty across the world across the globe um and i think it's more of a spiritual poverty where people become savages even more savage than they are now um and they start scavenging and things like that because everyone then believes that the lack is perpetual and it will never change and it will never cease. Um, And we can't allow that to be the case because when we look at the five of pentacles, it's the illusion of scarcity, right? It's the, the illusion of being left out in the cold. And that's why so many people are scared of calling out the systems that aren't serving them because they're like, oh, I'll be left out in the cold, I'll be ostracized Or I'll lose my job Or I'll never get anything in its place No, you've got to show up in the world as your type of warrior We are all warriors in some aspect You've got to show up in the world as who you are So whatever is you're finding discontent you're going to have to do something and you won't be left out in the cold. God will not leave you out in the cold for doing what you have been called here to do. Like you will be divinely supported and you will be provided for as long as you're doing the things that um, keep you in alignment. And they'll try to lie to us that, oh, well, if you defund the police, for instance, or if you do this and if you do that, wherever you're doing it in the globe, because it's very different for us in the, here in the UK and how we operate, but wherever it is that you're looking at and that you're trying to change, people will have you believe, well, if you change it, it's just going to be havoc. It's just, you know, everything, is going to be a mess it's going to be chaos that's not true that's not true so it's a not allowing yourself to be fooled by the lies that we are told to keep us in line um is basically that message and then the next card is uh the rebel card and the rebel card says Light attributes, challenges, oh, look at that, challenges authority to affect social change, rejects spiritual systems that do not serve inner needs. Woo! um, Shadow attributes, rejects legitimate authority out of anger, rebels out um, out of peer pressure or fashion. And that's it. That's what it's important to do. We do not want to go the other side where, um, oh, that's probably what we think we'll do. Like, oh, maybe we're just rebelling for no reason or, you know, we're just doing it because everybody else is doing it. Because remember that video of the police officer that was just like, oh, you're just jumping on the bandwagon of filming police officers because you saw it happen in America. Shut up, you prick. Because the things are happening over here. So it's not about jumping on a bandwagon. Your justice, your freedom is not a fashion trend. And we'll talk about that later with Naomi Osaka's masks. But your f- your freedom, your rights to be alive, it's not a fashion trend. So you have every right, even if you are um, um, emulating what other people are doing in different areas of the world, if that's going to bring about the justice that you deserve, then fucking do it. Yeah, it doesn't matter what other people think. And, and if you feel like there's a different way to go about something introduce your, 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 um, your perspective, you know, suggest how you would do things because you don't want to just go along with the flow of things. If it's not really sitting well with you, like if you're not someone that goes out to march so much, cause you don't really like touching other human beings, that's fine. There are other ways for you to protest. You find a way of protesting that works for you. Again, case in point, Naomi Osaka, she decided, oh, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the names of um, people who have been killed by police. I'm going to put it on my masks. We're going to talk about that shortly, but she had to choose what was most suitable for the arena that she's in to get around, um, you know, to get the message out there. If she now started like trashing the stadiums, mm, it wouldn't probably have worked for what she's doing because she understands that other people are invested in her as well. So there's only so mad that she can move. And she, even if she doesn't even consider it moving mad, like she, it has to also be about her comfort levels and what she feels comfortable doing. So we're going to have to rebel in a way that, um, that suits us, basically. Rebel! today is not today. I was singing that at Lauren Cheers Hill as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, um Unplugged that is an album. That's my favorite Ooh, album during I'm so this time. Glad
2: you made that reference? I was actually <laughs> thinking about
0: that. that oh, I love that album. Um and then from the message from the Angel's card deck is Ariel. It says here new psychic and spiritual experiences are changing the way you view the world and yourself. Allow your spiritual gifts to open through study, prayer and meditation. It goes on to say It's not your imagination. You really are psychic and you have connected with the spirit world. These mystical experiences are occurring due to your increased spiritual openness. And because you have asked about your angels and your life's purpose, I am a part of a large group of angels assigned to help those of you who have spiritual gifts. We will send you additional earth, um, Um, earth helpers in the form of spiritual teachers books and classes so that you may further open up to your spiritual abilities please don't be afraid of your gifts although you may have been teased or punished for being psychic in your childhood or past life we can help you heal any fears that you may have about being psychic or spiritually gifted just ask for our help and it is given the earth needs your help right now We ask that you regularly Send the divine love And light within you Towards those who need it most Simply hold the intention Of sending beams Of loving energy Towards any place Plant, animal, person Or situation And it is done We thank you For your earth angel assistance
2: That's that What do you think? Some serious stuff there I think it's that first power With the I, I don't I like to call it Daddy issues mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That first power Was an interesting one I think well, I don't think people I don't think many or the people the first part, in, yeah. Yeah. I don't think people many, many people interrogate their father well, figure issues. Yeah. I don't think many people actually do that. I think a lot of people would rather like not think about it or they would like try and make that disconnect and feel like okay, I'm doing this just because I want to and not because I have these issues. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought that was an interesting one
0: really. Yeah. It's 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 it is really it is it is it, to me it's really funny when i think about it and just parenting in general and how like you look at your parents and you see them a specific way and you're like i'll never do that and then you enter into relationships and then you find yourself being the being those aspects showing mm-hmm. up in those aspects and you're mm-hmm. just like oh my god yeah. and and having to address that because you can't consciously you may not want to emulate those things or repeat those things but
2: subconsciously that's all you know is normal yeah. so you, you can't even help it I And mean, it's so funny you you don't know that you're doing it when you're doing it you yes only know you know you've done it once it's done do you get what I mean? yeah you know, only only in retrospect you kind of look at it and like oh wow that was damn yeah that yeah, was a lot that was a lot
0: because i i look at like certain things that are like for instance mummy would do and i think i do, i wouldn't do that oh that's so annoying i wouldn't do that and then i literally see myself doing it yeah. and i'm like oh my god you do the
2: exact same way the
0: exact same way. And and it's about unlearning that, and and then once I've addressed that, going back to her and saying, you know, like maybe you should look at this too. Maybe
2: you should stop as well.
0: Yeah, you yeah. uh, should just if you don't shut your mouth. <laughs> no, but she's she's taking a lot on board, and I'm just super proud of her because I I really do see her growth. I love that she's wearing her Fitbit.
2: She's wearing that a lot more now, yeah.
0: Yeah, she's wearing her Fitbit, doing her thing, and she's just growing and. Yeah, I, I, I really love to see it I really, really love to see it So that's the message for this week in terms of Tarot We're going to take a break now So we can big up this week's show sponsor And we'll be right back as you know I love A better help That's better H-E-L-P For the Just services That they provide I've used Their services um, To um, chat with A therapist For a few weeks And I've, I really Really enjoyed it So if there's something That's interfering With your happiness Or it's preventing you From achieving your goals Then this is the time To holler at better help You know Just like the tarot card Said earlier If you're looking at how, you are, how are you Going to approach authority How have you approached Authority throughout your life This is possible one of the things that you can work through in your sessions so better help that's better h-e-l-p will ex- assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It's professional counselling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, so even if you've looked up your, lay, uh, your local area therapist and they're not really you're not really vibing with them, you'll probably find a um, more available to you through BetterHelp. And um, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counsellor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit. In a waiting room Everyone staring up in your face And breathing down your throat Um, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating Great therapeutic matches So they make it easy and free To change counsellors if you need to And generally it's more affordable Than um, offline counselling And they've also got financial aid Available as well if you need it So the whole reason that they're here and um, better help is here is because they want you to start having a happier life today so you don't move mad online and send people um, or create a uh, burner accounts that send horrible messages <laughs> um so visit their website read their testimonials get involved um so you can visit vet- uh, betterhelp.com um, that's betterhelp.com uh, forward slash your mind that's betterhelp.com Dot com Forward slash your mind And join over 1 million people Taking charge of their mental health um, Mental health rather With the help of an experienced professional um, So yeah, just go and join them So that's your special offer for this podcast uh, For Say Your Mind Listeners get 10% off their first month At betterhelp.com Forward slash your mind So go and get yourself involved Now let's get on to Share your magnificence as a special special feature for share your magnificence before we get into the letters is um the amazing film coming of age film that's coming out on the september the 18th called rocks i'm so so excited because i've seen it and i love it and it's the film that i needed when i was younger and it's written by uh, teresa coco and uh, claire wilson it's Directed by Sarah Gavron and um, it stars absolutely amazing young, uh, young women, Buki Bakre and Kosa Ali um, in conversation with them now talking about the film. You need to go and see it. When I talk about the kind of coming of age film that a black girl needed and needs, this is it. So I can't, I'm not even going to say anything further. Watch the film when it comes out, if you can and just listen to the interview now. Wow. Look at me with superstars. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Wonderful to be speaking with um, the three of you, Teresa, Bucky and Costa. It's lovely to be speaking with you. All, like, You've done a phenomenal job with rocks. I watched it and I just cried. I cried watching it because I didn't feel like I had any kind of similar things when I was growing up. I didn't, I didn't, there wasn't a film like that when I I was growing up. So kudos to you, Teresa, for coming up with the um, premise for this and and, and Bookie and Kossa, your delivery, the way that you brought it to life was incredible. Like just to watch that friendship grow was incredible. The process is really interesting to me though, because everything was pretty much built um, around the both of you. Is that right, Teresa? Like this process came during
3: the workshopping process yeah so the, the the story arc was there but there were things um like these guys are so magic and electric not just these two but the other and um, as well so we mm. had probably been together i'd been working on the, this this story as a film separately so when mm-hmm. i brought it to um to these guys probably around a year after i'd met them and and it was it was a t- it was testament really to the sisterhood that we create that we had um had grown from the process that I felt like this thing that I was writing and working on for, as a love letter to my sister, it felt like the safest and richest soil was with these new sisters that I had found. Um, and then what had happened because we had known them for probably a year before we actually started working on the script was that there we had been infected with their magic. So mm-hmm. there was, you know, their, their quirkiness, their joy, their, you know, these two are so mischievous, like <laughs> the we had to they got kicked out of the workshop day one of, of when they met each other and at this point we had been working with bookie for a good few months and so she was so studious and so hard working before she met Kosa, and, then, <laughs> and when i first met Kosa, i was like because um, sarah loved Kosa, and actually sarah had met Kosa before and before we did and i knew from the very beginning bookie was 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 my rocks and was trying to find a best friend that could match her energy, and I was just like, and then I saw Cosine She's this tiny. She was tiny, than she is now. She was so tiny, and I was like, she is not gonna, she's not gonna sign up. Bookie, she's not gonna be able to influence Bookie. Bookie, so five minutes. So, her. <laughs> so, so we were lucky that you know we were we were witness to the magic, and it just it just kept informing the script, and we also actually did. Writing Watch was with them so we sat down with the whole story and they had post-it notes they did characters work and we were live writing on set as well so things that weren't quite working or if in their improvisation or in their rehearsal, they would come up with a better line than when I, I'll take that and write (laughs) it in. So it was just such a collaboration, such a generosity on their part, such a trust on our part as well. And they would come to us at the end of almost every day and just be like, thank you so much for trusting us with this. And we'd be like, thank you so much for trusting us with this. And it was like a complete, everyone just poured so much of themselves. So even though it started as this thing, for my sister, I'm really proud that it grew into this much bigger and much more loving and and, um, and and to so many more women than I had ever imagined because we included so many more women than I thought was possible in telling the story and not, you know, from costume to, you know, um, design and makeup and hair. Everybody poured every single person, and it's not an exaggeration to say everybody poured into the story and into the feel and the love and the magic of this film.
0: Yeah, no, it, and it comes across like there is so much love in it. There is so much craft that has gone into it that it's it's undeniably magnificent. Like it's so blooming incredible. I love it so, so much. And what got me was at some points, you almost feel like it's a documentary. So when you mention like writing in in the process of rehearsing and things like that, it comes across because it feels so natural. And that's a testament to you, Buki and Kosa, for your acting, because I was like, because I, I, you know you watch those Channel 4 documentaries and you watch it and you're just like, oh, you know, this is a documentary, but this is an actual film, but you're so amazing at what you do. How did that process come about for you both? Well, we can start with you, Bookie. How did it come about as rocks, as um, the protagonist in this um, film, being in a position that I recognised for myself growing up, having to look after my, um, my little brothers and things and feeling like it was a lot, for me to handle. How did you tap into that to bring that to the fore and make it feel so natural?
1: I think initially, when I was trying to approach the character, I struggled a bit because I I thought acting was some out of body experience. I thought that um yeah, with like with technique, yeah, I was gonna become rocks. But later on, I just realized that. Um, you have to find it within. So, like coming, um, coming to terms with that, I can identify with rocks. That's what made. Um, that's what made the whole process much easier. I feel like, I feel like a lot of black women will be able to identify with rocks as well. So, just putting myself in her shoes and really imagining. This situation happening to me because it could happen to me. The fact that um, it was a reality that was, that could be so close to my reality made it easier or um, made it easier for me to execute the, the role.
0: Yeah. And for you, Kosa, how did that come, how did that come through for, for you? Because your role is so integral. Like, there is um, Tony Morrison has so many books and Tony Morrison talks about having a friend, having a sister that picks up the pieces of you and hands it back to you, that she's put them back together for you and I think that that's what um, you do, uh, your character does for rocks, like you put her back together, you give her back the pieces of herself Did you have friendships like that to draw on, like elements of your friendships that really put into that character?
4: Um... Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I kind of just had to. If I'm being honest, I didn't really prepare myself for the role because then I was only thirteen, so I didn't, and I never really knew acting, so I didn't think you'd have to prepare yourself for anything for this. But I'm never going to give the credit to myself. It was more booky because being around her, is just that it happened like kind of naturally. Like when we were in the scene, it just, I just. It was kind of a situation where, imagine if this is real life, like if it was actually Bookie's scenario. I feel like that's how I kind of approached it and um, went on from there. If that makes sense.
0: Yes. So I think that that's interesting. So you put the characters to the side and you looked at the uh, the person who was doing the acting. You looked at Bookie and worked with that um, yeah. instead. And it's it's it is really, it is really really powerful um, in that way. For for you all, you know, um, as black women and that's including yourself Teresa being um, a little bit older what does sisterhood mean to you because that is to me at the core of this film sisterhood that's what brings rocks through that is what you know gets her through all of this so what does sisterhood mean for you I think it
3: means everything to me I have five Biological sisters, and then I have, you know, amazing group of friends that I consider my sisters. And I went to an all-girls school in Hackney. So, so. And, you know, I've always had women, you know, saving me and defining me and breaking me and putting me back together. And when I went to a college in South London, and it was, and I saw groups of girls who didn't get along, and I or who tore each other down. It was genuinely, I was like. I don't understand this. I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean you like the same boy she likes? That's your friend. Like, I, I've never understood why anything would matter, that anything, why women wouldn't be the most important thing to other women. Like, we are just the dopest thing that walks. Yeah. So, I've always believed in the transformative power of, 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 female friendship and the saving power of sisterhood. And it really is probably at the center of everything that I write um, because I'm just so grateful for it. And I'm constantly looking for ways to thank the women in my life and to to lift them up and to acknowledge them and to celebrate them. And um, I think it makes its way into all the stories that I want to tell because it's so integral to who I am. And I think my writing is an outpouring of of my soul and it, it is a huge part of my soul
0: yeah no and i and i feel that it comes across in how you've written this it, you know it really does come across that there is a love of girlhood and there's a love of womanhood that comes through in a way that sometimes is often missing because like you say we look around us in society and it looks like other women are tearing other women down and we know you know the kind of things that inform this in terms of patriarchy so it was great to have something that was celebratory even though there was this conflict and there was this dilemma at you know at the center of it or as the catalyst for bringing the sisterhood to the fore but for you Bookie, how was it for you in terms of sisterhood? and your relationship with that um, idea?
1: So I, I have one sister, but she lives in South Africa. Um, I have never actually met her. So mm. I have sisterhood from friendship, like being the only girl in my household a month, like three brothers, I've always had that tightness with my girls. Um, and sisterhood, friendship is so important to me. Um, like, my sisters are the first people that I've ever been vulnerable with. They, they're they the people that really and truly know Bookie Back Creator. Feel so like your family know a certain type of you, and your friends do, and my sisters, they know me. And I don't know what I would do without those friendships. So to see um, sisterhood, um, especially Black sisterhood, depicted so um, so... I want to say rubbishly, like <laughs> I take that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so rubbishly is just so weird to me. Like I remember Teresa said in a in a previous interview that um when she saw all these girls on in film and TV arguing about like just some silly things and she was like, This is weird, like this isn't my reality. This is not what I knew from sisterhood and I can really relate to that. Like I went to an all girl school in East London as well and I can honestly say that all girls school build personality and I would say like seventy percent of my um school career not school career my school time was just me laughing because it was just so funny. And um I feel like that is that's what should be shown on screen. Like if you want to tell stories about black women, you might as well just tell tell the real thing, the real deal, instead of um I, I feel like we've just been seeing stuff from a male gaze. Like um, yeah, as like as Theresa has said, um, sisterhood and friendship is so important and it's so beautiful. And my mom always tells me that friendship is really important and I never really understood that until I met my real friends and until I met the beautiful women that I met on this journey on set, like, um, seeing how they move, how they act amongst each other, each other, sorry, and how the sisterhood is so strong, is right, it's, and it's, um, it's real, it's not what, it's not what I thought it would be, and I'm, I'm excited for the long term relationship that I'm going to have, the sisterhood that I'm going to have forever in my life.
0: Yeah, I hear that. And Koso, is that the same for you? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, another interesting um, dynamic is the fact that, um, is is Shemaya in the film, she's um, Muslim? Mm -hmm. Right. And so looking at that and Bookie, the um, rocks is not, Mm -hmm. right? So, and I think that that's, something that's interesting in our friendships as well and our sisterhoods that when it's projected back to us from the outside we're told that oh no we don't have friendships that cross um um, religions and things and you know all of these things and ethnicities that these things don't happen but we're seeing that they have this relationship and everything else almost falls to the background was um was the difference in religion something that was addressed in the process of rehearsing?
4: Not at all, no, um, because it's like it's like London. You know how diverse London is and going to school in London, especially you come across all religions, but that's not important. You know, that doesn't stop me from being friends with you because of who you, what or who you believe in. So <laughs> um, when we were in workshop courses, um, I we didn't really talk about religion. It wasn't really a main concern. But to me, so I don't know if, if it was something new.
3: Yeah, I think I think I said it perfectly. I think w- w- when religion came up, it was more in terms of like how people felt about their own religion and, and the world, but not necessarily how it in- informed their friendships. So um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anastasia Dimitrov, in, who's one of the actors in the play, she describes herself as Pol- a as, um, Polish gypsy and I think her um, faith is um, Catholic so mm-hmm. she, she spoke about it to enlighten us and um sar and Toweda would speak about what it is to wear a hijab in London to enlighten us and I think that's what friendship is it's a curiosity about one another and it is about sharing experiences we shared food and um, and knowledge and culture and I think that was and but and I think that's true to what friendships are in London one of my best friends is um, Muslim and I'm Christian and I'll pray and sh- and I will say in Jesus name and she will say Amin and she will pray and then she'll say inshallah and I will say um and I will say amen and we don't think there's just no second thought about it really mm-hmm. so I asked question I was like oh, actually i do really i do I do say in jesus name when I pray and I'll be praying for her um, and you know and but that is my faith and and there isn't a thing there isn't a thought there isn't a we shared, like, I have been to the mosque with her and she's been to, the, you know, and, and I just think that's just the beauty mm. of, of friendship in London. I think that's the beauty of, um, yeah, we're just, we're really lucky that we get, we get to like double our culture, double our experiences through these friendships that bring differences to the table.
0: Yeah. I think that that's, what's just so rich about rocks as a, as a film, because it, it, it's truthful. It's truthful in the way that, you know, I brought up the religion aspects because I recognize that just as you've, de- um, that you've described, I've got friends, um, really, really like tight friends that are, that are my sisters who are Muslim hijabis don't it, like it's not something that you consider on the forefront unless someone's like taking you know the piss out of them it's not something that you really consider except for when you're stepping up to yes. to support them in you know solidarity but otherwise you just you accept and you um, celebrate and embrace each other and your cultures and you 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 love all of these things i just think it makes you richer as a person during ramadan you're aware when your friends are observing ramadan like you know how to move and and what to say and where to invite them to and things like that. You just, there is a certain kind of worldliness that I think we have when we um, have all these different cultures around us in London. And I think it speaks to, you know, other places as well. Um, other kind of metropolitan places, but we specifically it is something that you celebrate so well in the in the film. And I truly love it. There is a conflict that happens between Sumaya and Rocks you know, there's that tension that comes up at a particular point. How have you found the process of playing these characters informing how you deal with conflicts in your day-to-day life and how did you, how you would usually deal with falling out with a friend, how did that impact how you went about your role? You can start, you're looking close you can start.
4: Um, I won't lie to you, it was a bit difficult because if I fall out with a friend, I'm not really much of a shouting type of, that like, direct person, I'm more of, I just speak in a very calm tone and be like, okay, like, you know what I mean, like, address it or try to sort it out, so when I was doing that scene, it was a bit like, I was in my head, like, 50 thoughts at once, I was like, do I shout, do I talk? How do I approach this? But at the same time, I'm laughing because it's booky. Like throughout, throughout the whole film, it was like because it was going chronological, like they get older. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> yes, Just having fun, like jokes, and then boom, it was like a serious scene, and it was like how do we approach that, like without laughing, without a shout blah, blah. So it was difficult, but I mean, we got there. Yeah, so that's, that was my um, challenges when we were doing that scene, kind mm. of,
1: yeah. And Bookie, how was it for you? That was like the hardest scene for me because um, that's just, as suppose I said, that's not how I would, I would react in that kind of situation. Um, I always like to avoid confrontation um, and just not really speak, um, like, a situation like that has only happened to me one time in my life, and it was a group of us, not just two people. Like, first of all, what Rox did was very outlandish and, like, disrespectful. I would never yes. swear it in my friends. Yeah, like, same. Oh, no, that's, that's, what it, that's what it was like And I even slammed a picture frame on the side. Get out. How can I tell you to get out when you're in a situation
4: like that? Who that?
1: Who says that? Oh. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, like, but, um, I do realize that for some people that's their reality. that's how some women deal with situations, so um like, it's not like I've never been angry before i have I have been angry at my friends before, not to this degree, but I have and um I think after doing that situa- after um acting that out with Koso, it made me realize how I would never ever I would always try and avoid dealing with a situation like that because watching that back, like the stuff Rox was saying was was so um, like she has every right to feel that way but you don't need to say that Um, and Kosa, um, Sameya sorry, is just trying to understand you and everything she's trying to do is for you but then again I can can really identify with that Um, like I feel like Rox was just feeling like Samia was pitying her, and I know a lot of women. I know I hate pity. I would hate for somebody to pity me, but then mm. it just brings up lots of questions about. Um, as a black woman, you're always taught to be strong, but when you're trying to receive help, you don't actually take it. So yeah. I feel like that um, that, work, that situation, that um, that scene, is is a lot. Is a lot to take in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think that that you touched on something so important there. Like, I think the strong Black woman narrative does kind of trap us sometimes and imprison us from being able to accept help and to be, um, and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable when people do want to try and find a way to, you know, save us in some ways. Whether they truly can is another thing, but when people just want to help, how we take that in. And Teresa, when you were putting that scene together, when you are writing that scene, what, drove wanting rocks to behave that way
3: i think it's what bookie was um, alluding to this idea that um we have you know they you know the the whole warrior princess narrative like if you look at some of the, the um the images around black lives matter like you have black women at the forefront of some of these marches and because we are almost groomed to be so sacrificial in our way of love um, and and not necessarily taught how to receive love we are Mm. very giving we are very generous by nature and very loving by nature and learn to protect ourselves and others and not often protected Um, i think it's important to show how that starts happening from childhood um, there was images in Black Lives Matter where um, young young girls were, and you know people were like, "Yeah, she has the, the, the spirit of the ancestors." And I'm not judging people's interpretations of that, but that made me sad. It made me yes. sad that five year olds were were being lifted up as the face of this fight. Mm. Um, these are we should be fighting to protect them. We should be fighting to preserve the childhood of yes. people like Rocks. Um, but from the age of fourteen, Rocks felt like it was, it was her responsibility to protect, her, to keep her family together. It was her responsibility to preserve her brother's childhood, and she was not allowed, or she did not feel it was acceptable, or she did not feel that she was worthy, or it was her right to receive help, or or we have created a society that do not make young women like Rox feel safe to mm. help. And I just think um, that that argument between the two. Are, like I think like what you said there's there is a lot to take from that it's it's, it can seem to be like a petty argument between 14 and 13 year olds but actually it says so much about how by that age almost we've we've already done the damage so we have to look back and think okay where do we where did where was she taught that she would have to do this by herself yeah it's it's that's too young to think that
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that you mention about the martyrdom because that is what we find with Black womanhood is so inextricably linked to martyrdom and being so overly sacrificial that there's no space for tenderness, there's no space for vulnerability oftentimes. And I think that we are reclaiming that now. We're reclaiming it through narratives such as the one you've created with this film and with Rox. It it makes all of the difference. I also think that when it comes to Rox as the character herself, there's that element of trying to protect her mum as well. Yeah. Um, because we know how society um, views Black women and how they view Black women who um, have a mental health, um, you know, um, journeys that they're going through. And it's a testament to you to how well that that was dealt with. I think that that was very um, gentle, how it was dealt with. There was no vilification, which is very, very important. But um, how how was that to write and then for you, Bookie, to bring forward because that is you know that is part of the motive right that is the part of the driving force wanting to i feel protect um you know the mum yeah
3: um it was so claire Watson and i um went back and forth about the mum we were very intentional about what what we included and what we didn't include there was conversations about um you know about justifying what what she was doing or diagnosing or and we were very very clear very very early on that we wouldn't diagnose we wouldn't justify we wouldn't explain we wouldn't um we wanted to be gentle we wanted to be careful we wanted to make sure Mm. that we showed her as a loving mum as a mum who genuinely tried as a mum who um who was in a way worthy of the protection that her daughter offered her yes
4: um
3: and i think that was why it was really important samaya's family showed um, a whole Black family, a functioning and um, thriving Black family, because we wanted to show that, you know, that this is not, this was not a symptom of Blackness or a symptom of poverty because both families existed in the same community. Mm. Um, I think with, I think with a like, you know, like I said, a, a lot of Black people are interacting with services are quite different. So had, um, had, we see how both, how um, one of um, Rox's friends, Though her um, her, her white friend Agnes, how her response was, her response was, Let's just get help, it's going to be fine. Mm. Her experiences with services and institutions are one of safety, one of help, one of solution. But how our experience of social of services and institutions aren't always that. So, of, of course, Rox feels the need to protect, of course, Rox feels like she has to save her mum from the world that doesn't that that you know the world that doesn't come to help but comes to to admonish or to stone or to rebuke and that's what she that is the that is the real experience of a lot of like kids we learned very very early on that actually these people that look like they're supposed to help us won't help us yes we create communities that that, that protect and that um, look after ourselves. And it's unfortunate, again, that at 14 years old, Rocks would know that the world is not for her. Mm, mm, no, that's
0: true. And how was that for you, Bookie, to um, bring that forward? Because when you started this process, you were younger than you are now. And having that understanding of like, you know, this mum just had to go and she's done it before, but she just had to go. How was that for you to process? It
1: was it was difficult because I know my mum would never do that um, in that situation. Like, I'm used to very hands-on, Yoruba women that um, that take on the role of the provider, the helper, the everything. I'm used to that. But then again, um, shout out loud, Christina who played um, the mum as well. My baby girl, yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> defo, <laughs> def- like, can therefore understand the mother's place, the need to want to just run away from all your responsibility and how it's funny because she deserves that. Rox doesn't deserve what happened, but the mother does deserve that. So it's just, that's what makes the dynamics so difficult for me to read. Because initially when when Teresa and Claire decided that this is this was how the story was going to go, a small part of my head was like, well, this you're depicting like, Black women in this way where they've run away from their problems. All the Black women I've known all the African women I've known, they've never they would never do this, but it's, I think it's important to show like as Teresa said, the different kinds of Black women and mm. um, how, you yeah, know, you're a, product, you're a product of your environment and not every European woman is that grounded and um, hands-on like at the end of the day, before she's Yoruba, and before she's Nigerian, she's still a woman, and before she's, mm. she's still a woman. A mm. woman, oh, sorry. So I definitely, um, I definitely understood that, and I feel like my this, all the stuff that my mom does, I'm so grateful for my mom. I can see in her eyes how much she would have wanted to do what Rox's mom did, she mm. did. Although, so. Um, that makes that makes me um that makes me look at um roxy's mom's character as i've never seen her as a villain usually uh, wallahi, if this was another film i would have saw roxy's mom and thought wow how can you do such a thing but i've never ever seen it like that i'm not sure whether it's because i was in it or that's i feel like that's just the way it's been beautifully written um it's a uh, i know a lot of Yoruba women will see this and be like, "What can you do that to your child? but you know that you can identify with the feeling so it's like is um it's like is Rox's mom her own hero
4: mm. uh,
1: like disregarding everyone else or is she is she like a villain to rox? I know it's such a it's such a um
0: it's such a big thing to dissect. It's, it's a massive thing to dissect but i think that there is no there is no black or white in this situation i think that this is the beauty of life what makes it beautiful what makes it painful is that none of us are ever angels or villains like we just exist in between like life we take what life gives us and we make the most of it and we see in um rox's mum, her making the most of what you know what she has and you know she she did what she needed to to do for herself. I think like to just hold on to something. Um, how that, like you said, how that impacts everybody else is what we see play out. But, you know, she she tried to save herself first. And I guess in some ways we want black women to try to save themselves first before they try to save everybody mm-hmm. else. But I've been so grateful that you've um, been able to speak with me this afternoon. I can't wait for everybody to be able to watch this film because Lord, we've been waiting. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I can't wait for more people to be able to watch this. And just on a final note, one word from you all, each of you, what love means to you. One word, what love means to you. Ooh.
3: Safety.
4: What did she say? What did you say to Lisa?
3: Safety. Safety. Safety.
0: <laughs> Bookie, one word as it comes to your head.
1: Um, I was going to say love. See my head. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what
0: does love mean to me? Um, truth? Beautiful. Okay. Kosa? <laughs>
4: <laughs> love. I think... Oh, it's a hard question, you know. I you know. am <laughs> um,
0: Loyalty. Beautiful. Safety? truth loyalty i'll hold that Lo- that's what love means and i appreciate you all and i hope you have just the best time on this journey as you continue with it thank you so much for creating something wonderful that we're
3: all going to enjoy
0: thank you, thank
3: you. and thank you for your platform yeah, you.
0: we really appreciate what you do to black women thank you so much Keep <laughs> you thank you thank you very much thank you <laughs> Bye. bye bye bye, bye. Interview done. Now let's get into Share Your Magnificence, the rest of it. So, this week for Share Your Magnificence, I feel like we've got to big up Naomi Osaka because, you know, she's yeah. won the US Open. Yeah. She's won for that. The second time, right? Yeah, second time at 22
2: years old. Ooh, 22, almost oh, 22. Ooh. And she took on Serena, the great Serena Williams. This is the second time, interview. right? Yeah, was, no, did, did she play Serena the second time? She did she play she... someone else? She didn't play her this time? No, no, she didn't play her this time. No, yeah, okay. She played Serena the first time I think. Yeah. Play yeah, she played someone else the second time. And yeah, she. I, I think she is such uh, 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 a gifted, talented young girl. Yeah. It's shocking to find out how young she is. Like, yeah. Literally. She's only, what, 22, you said? She's
0: 22, and
2: she's stepping out in, in such a brave way with those <sighs> masks as well. I thought that was crazy. I think when you just uh, you touched on it earlier about like how people choose to protest in their particular arenas i thought that that was a fantastic way yeah. to do that i mean personally i think if i was in that position i would probably like you know protest like the basketballers and just not play yeah but i think just like you said she's got loads of people invested in her yeah you know so she thought okay do you know what i'm gonna play but i'm also going to create this conversation yes um i don't think she expected to create a conversation like what that presents her that is what
0: that was, is the one that
2: got me what a wayward you oh my god what
0: a wayward yat.
2: oh my god what the Fuck! She was. I just couldn't. I just thought to myself. So wait, you're asking her. What did she say to her? She said, she oh. said to
0: her like, um "Oh, I, I'm always just guessing before and we and we see you. What mask are you going to be wearing today?
2: What name are you going to be? Yeah, wearing mask? yeah. Right.
0: And then you think to yourself. So. But this is what so I So you find think it's a roulette? You right. think like this is you know this is the game. Do you understand the you name think
2: she's picking from? Do you understand the pile she's picking from? Do oh you my- actually get where these names are coming from? I think it's so funny how white people can kind of disconnect themselves they've been disconnected
0: i don't think they have to disconnect themselves like (laughs) they they, they're already disconnected it's connecting
2: that is the thing that we're asking to be done and the tone of it was like oh my god this is your problem i guess this is a problem that you are really concerned about oh my god that seems like a you problem it's definitely a you problem because i'm not concerned about it at all sucks to be you right can't
0: wait for the next mask that is the one that spun me that was the
2: worst one Can't wait for the next mask So you understand that Someone could die right Mrs. Presenter Someone could die And she might have to Put their name on their mask And that's what You can't wait for But then at the same time I feel like she
0: was trying to In her very white woman way Show her support For what Naomi Osaka is doing In like I, I'm fine with you wearing these masks. I'm, you can wear the next one. I look forward to the next one. But the thing is, that's not how you go about showing no. support. It's so ridiculous. It's so horrible, but also it just shows the power of white supremacy where you can make everything so diminutive. Like, mm. Oh, it's just a cute little fashion okay. trend. Yeah. that You're, you're, oh, that you're doing got there. George Floyd's Aww. name on the mask.
2: George, oh, George Floyd.
0: The fact that she's playing and she's doing all of these things with the mask as well.
2: Mad. I think, I think it's, it speaks volumes, and then she's got her. Um, I don't know if you know him. His name is YBN Corday.
0: I saw. Oh, he yeah. was cheering her on. Is oh, that her friend. boo?
2: That's her boo. Yeah, cheering her on. He's and part he's of the g- whole YBN. Team. And and he wore um defund the police when she won. Oh yeah, he must have on yeah. his t shirt. That, that must have been him as well. Yeah yeah, that yeah. was really nice and he was cheering her on. That was really that was really cute. Um, of them i guess but yeah, yeah big, big up naomi i think she's she's definitely doing a lot of things i think you know we'll be, be honest she definitely has a team people are advising her on things that she should do and maybe not do yeah so and i think she
0: might have wanted to go out even harder because remember initially she was like i'm not gonna play yeah that's you what you know that's, thinking, what yeah, that's what she wanted to do saying. and they were like oh girl you, you you've got gotta play <laughs> <laughs> you gotta oh,
2: you're one thing you gonna do is play <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was, that was good. That was good to see.
0: But so she had to find a way around it. Like I've still got all of these authority figures around me. I've still got to do essentially what I'm being paid to do, but I'm going to do it in a way and still disrupt the system. You, like, you want to enjoy me, this, this blackie playing this sport. Yeah. You're going to enjoy it, but I'm going to have this on my face, in your face yep. the entire time. So you can't ignore the conversation nope. that needs to happen here. We'll talk about,
2: it. and it's very interesting that like, you know, a lot of people in her position, they would literally choose one side. Cause obviously we know she's mixed race. I don't she's I know she's black and something Japanese else. Like, Japanese okay because I yeah. don't want to get it wrong I know she's black and Japanese and a lot of people in that position might just think oh well I'll just stick to my Japanese yeah like, that's yeah. the black problem you yeah get I mean? but I yeah. love that she's embracing it and she's saying I'm a black woman yeah yeah I'm so a black woman this, so you, you, you guys will respect me, me. exactly and it's create the conversation around that like you know how people identify it's funny that I'm seeing a lot of the um biracial biracial people um
0: Popping up and really, really standing their ground Against on, their, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and I and I and I appreciate that that they're standing their ground on this and being like, no, you need to understand that I am a black person in and and this can't run. We're seeing it with Lewis Hamilton; he's doing his bits. Um, Colin Kaepernick he was out there from early. Naomi's coming through as well because, like you said. Naomi Osaka. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: sorry. I don't <laughs> know why <what> I <laughs> put Naomi Campbell. Campbell. I'm thinking where, where was she being inspirational? <laughs> but yeah, sorry. But yeah, so Naomi they,
0: they, they're doing their thing within the sporting field, and I think that it's commendable. I did think it was odd, Serena's response, when they asked her, you know, about all of this. I think they asked her something about the Black said. Lives Matter movement. She was like, well, I just have faith in God, and, you know, yeah. She just kind of moved around it. But then at the same time, I understand that, where she is where serena is is cute and it's amazing what um naomi osaka has done but she's nowhere near what serena has done and what serena has had to endure so while people were while people were on um serena's case like why didn't she say something more outright on one part i'm just like she is friends with the kardashians so i don't know about her personal politics too
2: much but then also friends with beyonce so that cancels it out a bit
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There. Yeah. Yeah. Not, you're not convinced. <laughs> I'm not convinced, but <laughs> you know, but I, but where I am going is that even if I don't know anything about her personal politics, the fact is she faces scrutiny because of colorism mm-hmm. in a way that Naomi Osaka will not face criticism. So if she came and was wearing that mask and doing all of that. This is someone who was wearing the catsuit to help with how her blood was flowing so she didn't get a blood clot and they told her to go and take it off Mm -hmm. because it didn't suit this and it didn't suit that. Mm -hmm. So they are so antagonistic to her in that industry that she wouldn't be able to do these things that I guess um, Naomi's doing now because she doesn't have that space afforded to her and we don't speak about that enough. Like the reason I brought up... um, the biracial people, especially the lighter skinned biracial people, is because they have space to to protest in the way that darker skinned
2: people do not. Yes. And I totally agree with that. I think that, you know, Serena's kind of adopting a similar style to that of Colin Kaepernick, which I kind of respect because at one point these people were trying to tell us that there is a serious problem with society. Yeah. Especially in American society. Yeah. They were they were screaming it from their lungs pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And we ignored them pretty much yeah that's what we did and um, we, we either ignore them or we didn't pay them enough attention so if if you try and ask serena a black lives matter question now and she dances around it i totally get it i get it because it's just like for ages i was telling you lot like this is what they're doing to me yeah and if they're doing it to me they will do it to all of you yeah yeah, yeah. you know and nobody really listened nobody really cared i think a lot of black people would just be like oh just play the just play the damn game a lot of people a lot of black people have this mentality of well if you're a winner that's your way of t- getting revenge, exacting mm-hmm, revenge? Mm-hmm. And no. It I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. But yeah,
0: I just, I don't, we don't know what her motivations were for doing what she did. But I did look at it and I, and I was reading people saying, that it is odd. And I did think it was odd, but then at Slightly the same time. Odd, but then just, I, but yeah. I caught myself and I thought, but she shouldn't have to. If she doesn't want to chat about it, she shouldn't have to. I just played a fucking game, probably lost. Don't ask me about Black Lives Matter. I don't want to talk about it l- yeah. right now. Leave me right. alone. Right. So every black person you see, you're going to ask us all. Go and ask the fucking white players about Black Lives Matter because I promise you they don't know fuck all about it right. and that's part of the problem let them go and educate themselves ask them so they can go and do the
2: educating correct and i think it's, it's also insincere to kind of ask someone about a, a black lives matter question when you've only got two minutes to speak to them oh so and, how- and
0: that's what they did to naomi about yes. the mask and she's you can see she was stumped initially by that um whoever that i've forgotten her name now um presenter. renee stud where Stubbs, whatever her name was that asked her the question um she you could see that Naomi was stumped cuz at the end of the day she's still 22 she was just like oh, how do i pick the mask that i'm going to wear each day
2: oh, what, do uh, wh- what, 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 what
0: do i say to that what right. do i say to that
2: she didn't she... answer the question directly cuz it's like oh, uh, like you know no one really wants to know your thought process of oh, how am i going to choose who to represent. I, I just go the on a, a feeling, I yeah. guess.
0: That's what she was like. I just go yeah, on a feeling. feeling. And but, and then again, people were criticizing, oh, well, I just don't like how people are making a fashion trend of these names of people that have died. But the thing is, how is she, how else is she going to get it in to that arena? I don't agree of necessarily people making um, T-shirts of, um, Ka- um Breonna Taylor's killers or whatever. We don't Menifying. want it to, yeah, yeah, we don't want it to lose meaning because of these memes. But at the same time, they're just trying to think of how they can help to keep the message um, you know, persistent, I,
2: yeah. I, I agree. And I feel like you know, Naomi's gonna have loads of young girls, loads of young black girls looking up at her. Yeah. It's very important that she does at least that.
0: Yes, yes. Yes, so. and, and she got it in any way she knew how and I and I respect it, you know. And what burns them more is someone protesting and still winning because yeah. they would have loved for <laughs> the protest to have distracted her from yeah, the winning. Yeah, so we could be like, oh, well, <laughs> you maybe
2: focus on one maybe thing at a time. Yeah. yeah. Win this
0: first and then you can focus on Black Lives Matter. And Serena Williams,
2: black women around the globe have been proven we can do both. Yes. They can do both and they can be many things. Yeah. And you know, Serena Williams what, was pregnant, was going through, was dealing with racist... Um, yeah. Media and she was still whacking up people's asses. Yeah,
0: but that's when I saw that tweet by her coach saying that he respected the woman who beat her more because you know she I, I have higher respect for her and because she, you know, she's you know really played against the great and da, da da da. And I just wouldn't feel comfortable with my coach writing that. And people are like, oh, but it's a translation thing. He probably doesn't mean higher respect. Yeah, but he's trying to say that he has a lot of respect or more respect for her to have ended up with the word higher. I don't know. I just yeah. didn't feel particularly comfortable with that and. Her always having white coaches, but I guess it's the industry that she's in. So she mm-hmm. just works with what she has. Um, you have to make, make
2: do with what you're giving us yeah. to totally that. It's so cute to see her daughter Alexis oh. grow up. Is, it, is that her, her her husband's name or her daughter's name? Isn't her daughter Olympia? Olympia, yeah. Her daughter's name, is, her husband's name is Alexis. Yeah. yeah. So Jesus, it's an easy name to mix up. But yeah, Olympia It's <laughs> so cute to see Olympia like watching her play and mm. grow up really, really quickly. But yeah, I think she's also got some
0: kind of Alex derivative of his name as well probably look it up but um yeah it's it's um big up yourself Naomi yourself Got two slaps on your chest like you went out there won the fucking us open and on top of that made your protest and made it known where the fuck you stand and i tell you that you know i rate it i fully fully rate it so um that's uh, m- you know my show your magnificence and then going to a letter because i know that there's a letter here um <laughs> Dear Kelechi, blessings to you and your beautiful family. My heart warmed at the adorable matching outfits that you and Lev wore for his birthday. I truly beam any time you show us a glimpse of your intimate life. I found you through your interview with Kimberly Foster in the spring and have been an avid listener of SYM since. I've always felt like an outsider, like someone who's never had a space of her own. Just by being your authentic, unique self, you inspire me to keep doing the same. You've mentioned how there is no blueprint for what you do and it shows me that I don't need a blueprint either, that Maybe I'm on some entirely different shit from everybody else and that is okay. As long as I face my front and trust where God is guiding me, you are part of um, a group of black women, uh, and both those that I know in real life and those whose content I engage with. That's helping me to elevate into my next era of life. I particularly loved your tarot this week. My birthday is on September 9th and this week's episode felt like a personal birthday gift, to be honest. What particularly um, resounded with me was what you said about valuing yourself and recognising yourself as the talent. I thought, damn, she's speaking to me feeling that I don't quite fit anywhere does that mean that my perspective um, does mean that my perspective is unique. Aside from often being the only black um, only second generation and or only woman of working class origin in so many spaces, the imposter syndrome is real but I'm slowly realizing that I'm surrounded by basics who could never last the day in my shoes let alone thrive in the ways that I'm thriving. 2020 has been a dumpster fire, but this year I've moved into a beautiful, bigger space, secured a job with a 30% pay rise. Mm -hmm. I'm currently preparing to launch my personal website and continue to deepen my personal connection with God as I see fit. This coming from someone who grew up in a Muslim household, but never felt connected to Abrahamic religions. Anyway, I'm not necessarily writing this for you to read on air. I just feel that you should know that you are changing my life. I feel so uh, I feel so fortunate to enter my 28th year with you at my metaphorical um, at my metaphorical side. Thank you for sharing your gifts with us. I know that the universe brought you into my life at this time for a reason my saturn return is coming in december the past six months have already been overwhelming but you've grounded me and given me confidence to step into my own greatness i pray for you and your family's joy always much love Bless thank you. you thank you i wanted to read that out to let you know that i'm especially wishing you a happy birthday happy birthday baby girl yes and you i know. would
2: sing for you but I, you know you'd have to pay me. <laughs> I don't sing for free. That's why whenever I sing on here, it's only like 10 seconds. I don't sing for free. So I would sing you a happy birthday, but you'd have to drop me some money. Happy Biden to you.
0: <laughs> no, thank you so much for that. And Saturn returns are so, so real. So, so real. Are you coming up to your Saturn return?
2: Yeah, I think so. Do you know what your Saturn is? I'm not too sure what my Saturn return <laughs> Is is I'm not too sure do you know I'm one of those people yeah when it comes to star signs and stuff I would read my star signs I would read my co-star daily message yeah but I don't I'm gonna start I'm gonna get into the I wanna really like get the into, ne- it, into it meteor do you get what I mean the meteor meteor, <laughs> meteor. <laughs> <laughs> literally I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it and I'm, I will know all about the retrograde stuff because it's like whenever I'm seeing because I always say to you like I feel what I'm supposed to feel I'm mm-hmm. just it's just about understanding why it's happening because I'll say to you oh this has happened and you'll be like oh yeah, yeah make salt, since yeah. this was in retrograde, and you know, Venus had spoken to Mars. Do you get I me? Mean? Yeah. so I always know that I'm always able to understand things through you, so I'll just be better doing it by myself, really.
0: Yes, I'm trying to look up for you when next um Saturn is in Pisces, um mm. but you're, you're very Pisces energy because you've am. got oof. you've got oof, I'm very Pisces.
2: Oof. I am super, super Pisces. I love it. I feel so you know, where the last star sign. Yes. Yes. We are the best stars and I feel like we are very interesting people.
0: Oh, baby boy. Uh The next time Saturn is predicted to enter Pisces is on March 7th, 2023. 2023? Yes. Ages. So get ready. For
2: 2023? Yeah, that's your Saturn
0: return. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's your Saturn return. That will be a big year for you.
2: I'll wear something nice. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: yeah. Um um so yeah so that it'll be um march
2: 7th 2023
0: yeah that'll be your saturn return is how it, often does saturn return every 20 something years
2: Geez, so is that what last time it came out oh i wouldn't have been old enough to appreciate it last time then it was when you were born babe oh
0: so where saturn was when you were born was in pisces and so the next time that saturn will find itself again in pisces is when you are 20 Six? well
2: oh 2023 oh oh my god my math's 20, you don't, you don't know 28
0: math. i'll be 28 exactly so yeah. it's around then so your saturn return is every 20 like as you're about to enter your 30s like crazy. a major excavation of your life and it's like you're you know like when you sit a test for yeah, yeah, yeah. all you, you've been studying mm. that's your test oh wow so god bless and keep you till then till them and and thereafter but yeah Amen. so that's uh, if we all have it we kind of that's the point where we sit the test like how much have you learned so far
2: I'll What'd be fine be? by twenty twenty three. I'm glad I'm glad that I've got some time now. Do you get what I mean? To get, to get things to, together. To, to get, yeah. That Saturn will come and I'll just be we'll both be looking at each other.
0: <laughs> like that, <laughs> that, that that
2: gift. Just like <laughs>
0: Yeah. 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 That's it. So yeah, prepare yourself for your Saturn return. Um it's a major, it's a major thing. I'm oh. looking forward to my next one. Oh, I'm gonna be so cute by then. Gosh, can't wait. I'll be like fifty something. Jeez. I have like all grey hair. And I'll be um a professor of um Ben's Panani Womanism. Oh, that would be <laughs>
2: <laughs> I reckon you'll have a book. Well, you have plenty of books out, but you definitely have a book out called Ben's Panani womanism.
0: Yes, yeah. that that'll that.
2: New York Times bestseller. Amen.
0: If the New York Times still exists by then. <laughs> well, yeah. Because everything, have I'll have my own TV
2: network. Yeah. I'll I don't, just be wherever be, the by then? Might, I I might just be everything might just be digital. Jesus.
0: Everything will be digital. I was saying, um, I was saying today actually that um Maybe the future of pole dance um, and fitness generally We have to look at the virtual reality headset I said if I had the capital right now And if any of you take my fucking idea I'm going to find you And I'm going to clart you in your throat And I mean that with all of my heart This is me copywriting it um i imagine that where pole dancing and fitness studios are going next is that if everyone invested in virtual reality headsets Mm -hmm. then you'd be at home and you'd be doing the fitness class so you just have to make sure that your space is right um for it to be able to do all of the things and you do it there so if i were to um because we were talking about blockbusters and netflix and hmv and how they just got taken out by the digital age because they didn't know how to move with it right so My whole thing is that pole dancing, forget the studios. Yeah. If your home is able to accommodate, accommodate a pole or the pole can be created that would allow it to be in your home. You would buy from me, you'd buy a pole, you'd get the headset as part of the pack and um, you'd set your pole up and everything else. Make sure that it fits all of the safety guidelines and stuff. And then you'd have your virtual reality um, headset and then you would have a monthly subscription to the, um, to be able to use the service and you would be in a poll class with other people so when you all log in you'd all appear in the space together right, so
2: it's a, it's actually not, not only is it a VR it's a live VR it's a live VR that would that, that would be amazing I don't think I've heard of that a live VR like where something's happening and you're in the moment through yes that is your and summit.
0: so and so the teachers can I can get teachers from virtually anywhere in the world so yes. I can have the best teachers from anywhere in the world because they all just log into the system and they teach their classes and you can be taught by virtually anyone yes, and then yes, like the design yes. of it would like it will turn the room that you're into with like the neon collection of cough sign all around yes, you that would be and then your pole the, is there the
2: geek in me is thinking about how you would calibrate the VR in the sense of just just for health and safety because you know if you've got the thing on yeah and then going up and down the pole that the calibrate Celebration needs to be on point. Yes, so yes. So that they don't even need to take off their glasses to, to know where to they see stand where they exactly. Are. So yeah, I think that would it would with technology they always perfect things. They I, would I, perfect I think it, s- and
0: it would also be in how the pole is um, built because yes. the pole would have to be synchronized in some way with the via, yeah, with yeah, the VR yeah, yeah, yeah. headset. Yes. So there will be, I guess, maybe wires inside. I don't know how it would all work. I'm or not maybe the tech like person.
2: These things where you, if you, if, if you like sensor texture, yes, you know that you're high or low, or, or, or you're yeah. low somewhere on the pole, so you can figure it out.
0: Yeah, sick idea. So I had that idea today and I just thought to myself that to me, that would be the future of pole dance studios.
2: Like yeah, that's and, where we go. It's so weird. You limit it to just pole dance. I think I think of hundreds of other things you can use just through that idea that you could work out, you could gym. Yes. You know I mean? Yeah. There's so many things. Cook, cooking.
0: Cook, yeah. Yeah. And they'll talk you through what you've got yeah. in your own kitchen, but don't yeah. burn
2: yourself with hot water. I mean, no, definitely yeah. not. You could do book club.
0: Yeah. So no, there's so expensive. much the book clubs would be sick.
2: Virtual reality book clubs. Ah, <laughs> oh. would be litty
0: Woo! and b- because guys, just,
2: this is copywriting actually, <laughs> i don't want to hear anybody coming out of this this is
0: so if there are any proper proper tech savvy people that could bring my idea to life that, that would amazing. be sick but So I just thought that that's how we get around pole dance Not being taught at studios Do it at home and like you said have the sensors For where they are so they would know And then they would have a tutorial session Before they w- were so even they in a how, it, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I
2: don't know when last you, went, when you When last you experienced the VR It is very real It's very real. When I was in New York, um, I went to the the arcade with the
0: VR, and I was like fighting things and stuff. And I was proper stressed. And Magdalena was with me. and She wasn't killing enough of the um, aliens. I was like, Can you? Can you get the fuck? Can you get the fuck together? I'm I'm doing all of this by myself. I can't carry all of this by myself.
2: yeah really just start no, i get it
0: so yeah no i i from then from having that experience and how fulfilling it was i thought imagine just being able to have a sick class like that and you could keep everybody paid like people could do you know time zones don't really matter there's always a teacher ready a to go yeah yeah. yeah yeah
2: so i like that
0: yeah, thanks. Ooh,
2: watch this space, boy.
0: Why? Because I know that I'm destined for greatness. I just don't know what I'll be doing. here I, I kind was. Of
2: greatness, but
0: Yeah, kind of greatness. I thought I'd be <laughs> like, you know, an Oscar winning actress. And maybe that's still there for me, but maybe I just become an, uh, tech guru. Uh, a tech guru.
2: <laughs> Imagine
0: me in the tech world. Oh, oh they would God. cry. They'll cry. Women in STEM, I'd fuck them all up. <laughs>
2: It made me laugh because just before we recorded the podcast, I was telling you that someone isn't coming up as blocked on my Twitter. Yes. And you said to me, have you, have you, have have you, you updated, updated your app? You were like, that's
0: an old, such an old person thing today. Never ask
2: that version again. If there's anything wrong, don't ask me if I've updated myself.
0: <laughs> but that's what they ask when you call whenever no. you want like go to phone or anything you're like oh this has happened and they're like oh really sorry to hear that that's happened to you yeah. could i just check that you live in southwark And like yeah and have you updated the apps recently, recently. <laughs> so, no. so i just thought i'd ask you never know Fine. but thank you that's all i'll share your magnificence for um for this week. So you mad. Um, should we get into this? Is it, which one should we choose? Should we go with Megan the Stallion getting that text?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I want to know how, did she tell someone that he texted her that? It's just so weird how this information, how information is just rolling out about this situation. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> did she tell someone that? But if we, if we think about that message, I think yeah. it just goes to show, I think it, it demonstrates how a lot of black men, um, feel about a violence towards black women mm-hmm. because something that serious just happened. You just dropped her a message saying, Oh, I know you're never gonna wanna talk to me again. I just wanna let you know I'm so sorry. If she died, Tori, if she, <laughs> who would you if send if a you text had message killed to? killed Meg the stallion.
0: The stallion?
2: Where would the message have gone to, Tori Lane?
0: The grave. <laughs> cool.
2: I don't know if I take that out. <laughs> No. That's, no, but, that's but, a joke but, on Turi. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's exactly where the
0: message would have gone. He, Cause like, are you, is he being serious? When I say that one thing <laughs> men will always have is the audacity. Oh my God. It, it, like just it, inbuilt just to have that audacity. It's like when I saw the, the guy Demi Lovato is with and all his tweets being resurfaced of how much he loves Selena Gomez.
2: <laughs> I didn't see that. that
0: tweets from 2018. That's God. not that lot. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. People found he tweets her fiance tweeting about t- t- with him how much, them, he, loves how, Selena how much Gomez. he loves Selena Gomez and how that's his girl And then there's even one tweet where he says, Oh, um, um, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez are, um, cute, but um, Selena Gomez is definitely cuter.
2: You? Oh my god, and she's still with him. Well, we don't know now because that oh. came out yesterday. What, all, oh, god, why did he send it to me? That is, that's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't see that. I put do, up an. Nice do, do Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez not get along or something? I don't even think it's that. You it's know, like a think, yeah, I a Disney rivalry. Yeah, but even more so. That is just so awkward. Oh, very. Imagine it's worth breaking up. Like, no, that's crazy, that's worth breaking. It. I will break up with you.
0: It's one thing, yeah, if I just see bare tweets of you fan fanboying over her or whatever, but then you now put me and her in so the same tweet. So you thought about tweet. me
2: once, and you weren't with... I'm, it's, it's over. It's
0: over. As far as I'm concerned, that engagement over is... Oh, there is nothing you
2: could... Oh. No, there isn't. Because let me tell you something. Whether or not she had seen that tweet or not, that tweet would have actualized. How do I explain? That tweet would have come... He would have acted out that tweet one day. Yes. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, do you yeah, get what I yeah. mean? Because yeah. my whole thing is that, fam... you're you're comparing Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez you don't at that point you don't have a chance with any of them then once then all of a sudden you have a chance with at least Demi Lovato yeah of course you're gonna go for it I would've gone and deleted my tweets but you see this is why people are just so I'm glad he did delete the tweets let me see who you are let me see and this is who you were in 2018 2018 Let's co- let's finish everything. Let's
0: finish How everything. recently did they even... This is why I think it's wild, yeah? Because if you're now engaged and he only wrote that in 2018, there was a point where he knew that he had written that and he didn't go. And that's what I'm saying about you deleting it. That you, it's, not, it's recent. It's not something that you wrote in 2016, 2014. You wrote it in 2018. Let's say that you've been engaged for a year or you've been dating for a year.
2: That means you probably wrote it months before you encountered right. her. Right, so when, at that point, when you encountered her and you're like, oh, I'm love, you should have now gone and-, and Maybe I should delete these. Ugh, I don't know, people just, people people lack foresight. Ugh. They lack foresight big time. She, should, she needs to leave him with the quickness. If they can't spin the situation- Selena don't Gomez is it,
0: definitely cute,
2: huh? Oh, Jesus Christ, leave him with that.
0: And you know, most women already have this hang up of like, do you think she's attractive? Yeah. Do you think she's more attractive than me? And you'd have said, no, baby. No, no, no. But she's we know she's,
2: for a fact. Now we know now for a fact. The world knows girl. for a fact. So basically what you're telling me is that you could have gotten married with, to her and having her not seen this tweet, yeah. and you would have given a speech at the wedding saying that you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Oh. So basically in his head, when he said that, he would have said, in his head oh after selena Gomez. after
0: selena asterisk, asterisk terms and conditions
2: apply After selena that's crazy demi leave him <laughs> instantly Ooh. instantly immediately because well like i said
0: one thing men will always have is the audacity Oof. man crazy. but it says here i was after um, um Tory Lanez lane's allegedly shot megan the stallion twice hitting her in both feet I'm just surprised, like, she is so blessed and she's so protected. But hearing
2: someone in both feet and she's still getting down low and really twerking it up, like... I didn't want to say anything because then that points out that, oh, you know, it may not have been easy for her to do it. So if you say, oh, she still manages to do it, it might make her feel the type of way if she's seen those tweets. But no, you're right. I still, I was kind of blown away. Like, and you know how she does the squat. Yes. Do you get what I mean? And... And you have to be on the ball of your yeah, feet Yeah, she's still a doing lot it. Of- but it's also like black women not getting the space to rest. I agree with that. Like
0: someone like that should be chilling, should be, but the obligations that she has means that even when after you attacked her, she still has to get back out there there and still perform to to the level that people knew her
2: to be performing before. She's not allowed to slack. Yep. I broke my wrist and I didn't want it. I didn't even want to see outside for eight weeks. Look at that. I didn't even want to literally, I didn't want to do none of that. And And imagine your feet. Right. So I don't even, I think that's, I think, I, I don't know. I think we would be stupid to feel like she's over it. Yeah I don't think she's over I definitely situation. don't
0: think She's over it That's what worries me about
2: it And that's why I'm careful To not even
0: mention That how she's performing At the moment Because sometimes yeah. You're just per- performing Through the shock Honestly you're, you're just, I think that's
2: what she's You're, you're living
0: she's, on a vibe What did you say <laughs> You're Living <laughs> on borrowed vibes Yes <laughs> think, no. no no seriously that's She's exactly, living, on, she's borrowed living vibes. on borrowed
2: vibes And I totally get it And I feel like it's so hard I feel like It's even harder with That she feels That she needs to put on A brave face Yeah you know, she doesn't feel like she can break down. She doesn't feel like she can have all of these things. And when you also think about the fact that she doesn't have family like that. Yeah, it's just, it's and then, there's a strong black man. woman
0: narrative as well. She's called herself Megan the Stallion. She has, there's no space for her to have a safe space where she can, well, to us anyway, in public, where she can like be, more vulnerable every time she's shown us vulnerability these motherfuckers have come with something to exactly, say about the whole exactly. thing And
2: Tori Lane stayed quiet about the situation but I feel but like only he only responded have... he only responded when someone asked him if his streamings have been by affected by 40% and then he said no lol his, his, his streamings haven't been affected that's the only time that you've come out to yeah. say something about the situation so he's very very guilty I think it's worse he, he knows he, he's he, saying is. he was he's trying to use excuses I was drunk how many times have you been drunk around Mandem have you shot them before <laughs> I mean, why do people? Why do people make those excuses? I think it's so lousy. Lock him up. (laughs) Lock him up. Lock him up. Like, what do? What does it have to do with you being drunk?
0: But that's literally what I was reading when I was reading this. Like, um, he says that um, he texted her to blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the uh, Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh,
4: alcohol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Um, the message seen by TMZ about 15 hours later on July 12th Lane's texted the then hospitalised rapper asking for forgiveness but and this is why it's so horrible what he's done like you only just shot me in the feet and now and I you, need to forgive and you and now I need to forgive you <laughs> straight away because then I'm not a good woman I'm not a good black woman if I don't forgive you now straight away because you were drunk when you did it Have you? Ha- it. why don't you be drunk and shoot your own self in the yeah, feet yeah
2: why don't people ever do that why don't you ever do that get drunk and shoot,
0: you, shoot yourself self, yeah shoot yourself in the foot but you don't want to do that it's other people that you can be drunk it's
2: irresponsible it's aggressive and i think you know i'm not trying to make out like short men syndrome is a real thing yeah i think it's a it's a myth but there does seem to be a common theme. I don't think it's a myth. Like, they are... <laughs> <laughs> there is a common theme. Short men theme. are
0: very vicious. What? Very vicious. To really pr- and they, They've taken a piss. Vulture have taken a piss because they've the picture that they've got of, of him on their website is one with guns all over the bulletproof vest that he's wearing on stage. No, and, yeah,
2: no. Let's see it then. If this is, Let's see an accurate representation of you then, Tori. He says, okay.
0: I know you probably never go and talk to me again, but I genuinely want you to know I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Um, I love that you're reading
2: that because <laughs> you know Tory is Canadian.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> you it.
0: I was just too drunk. <laughs> um, um, what's it? Louis Thoreau not to Louis Thoreau um, what's that? Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, their, president. Oh, their prime prime minister. Stuff. Yeah, like, come and take him back. Come yeah, and take him take back. Him,
2: take him back. And in fact, revoke that citizenship, whatever he's got, and how he managed to get here. Tell go him to back go, to, go, go, go back. back to Toronto. Go back, because this is ridiculous
0: behaviour. Why are they so wayward? It's the same with um, Julius Caesar. What's he know? Um, Daniel Caesar. Oh,
2: Daniel Caesar. Oh, Daniel Caesar. You know, I haven't cancelled Daniel. I. But then, can we just be nicer
0: to... And what's he, can we just be nice to each other? And what did he say? You can cancel me if y'all want to,
2: but... Yeah, he said that and then his album didn't do that well. Because you you asked for what happened. No, he did. But overall, he's still flourishing, man. I don't want to create that narrative of, oh, Daniel Caesar said this and then he's gone down the hill. No, his music still slaps. No, his music
0: absolutely still slaps. But
2: people aren't fucking with him the same way. Probably not. Maybe on the surface. But I feel like someone like him, they don't need... He doesn't need... He doesn't need to be one of those artists that need to be constantly talked about because his music is like it's one of those it's the kind of music that everybody has in their phones. Do you get what I mean? I don't know. He's I mean, I have those the like, songs from before, like
0: who are the phone I Oh, get you. you. That's his most popular one. Yeah, that's my b- jam. Yeah, but after that comment, I haven't really gone to go and seek out his fair, music.
2: Fair. I think he he even he, knew he was a bit out of pocket after that comment as well. And I, I think saw him around after that. Would say, oh yeah, you did to ensure it, right?
0: Yeah, in Ace Hotel. R.I.P. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Ace Hotel.
2: They're gone now. Yeah, that's sad. A bit. Was it because of COVID that they're done now? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. With Daniel, I feel like the people around him said, Daniel, if you do one thing, don't talk. <laughs> If you do one thing, don't talk. Don't make it talking. Don't talk, Daniel Caesar. And I think he, he, he realised he, he listened to that and he just thought, you know what, chill. And I think Summer Walker as well taught me that you can like someone's music and not particularly like the person. That is what's so mad because
0: she <sighs> is giving me good, great songs. Great, great songs. Oh. Especially for
2: Paul. she gives me great songs. Of course she would. But... I'm disgusted by some of the things that she posts. I'm just like, someone please. And she's like, she used to be like Azealia for me where I would try and defend whatever they do. Yeah. And it just got to that point where it was like, no, I just need to back out. I I mean, I'll I'll be here to support if you ever need support in a
0: general sense of anyone coming at you as a black person, black woman, but
2: but you as an Indian in terms of what you're
0: saying. No, I'm out. When I saw Azealia arguing with Steph London,
2: I th- that makes me laugh oh no but what, you have to give it to Azealia man she, that girl oh she can drag you know She's... I always have this fear that you and Azealia are going to have a face off one day we would never oh my no, we I would mean, never no you would, you would tear her into pieces but you I, will, we would
0: never because I you know would, what no, the, I know the, the damage life, I, I know the
2: damage
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would drag her I know the damage I could do to Azealia Banks oh my god I wouldn't because I care she for her she wouldn't
2: go down without a fight though this
0: girl you know the <laughs> ones that are clawing like a Terminator oh. you take them out and they get back up and they're like
2: will cockroach you yes. she will literally she will but, refuse she will get finished she
0: was refused to remove she will get finished right oh, that would be what we'll, we'll go back and forth back especially because I would know more about her than she knows about oh, me because I've been watching her for a minute but, but I, I can see you guys get along I, I see that's you. where I was going with it I don't think we would ever nah. because I really do care for her I don't mm. know her but I really do, I, there's something I feel like viscerally for her mm. that makes me want to protect her no matter how mad she moves and I know I know she said some really really mm. damaging stuff and some but I also also understand the loneliness of where she's at oh. and like she's and what led her to that point exactly and her constantly cr- calling out for support and um and people reading it simply as attention like people have really bullied that
2: girl yeah. they, don't you remember when they spit on her and then she, she was telling people oh russell, russell Crowe Crow did, this, yeah, russell Crow did yeah. this and no one believed her because rizzo was- a black man who was there said that she's lying right and then it came out and said that he did do it uh, right and then by then
0: it's like, oh girl, let it go. Yeah. Wilder out when they took the piss out of her and wilding out as well, like she
2: was crying oh God, because that was
0: I, and she was crying. But that thought... was funny because
2: it was like I, see, I thought you can give it. I thought you could give it. I thought you could give and it. And that's, it. When I I? I could yeah. that's when I knew because I could body her. That's when I knew I she can't. She can give it, but she cannot take she it. She can't. She cannot take it. She and she can give it, it when you're typing. But if we're
0: doing back and forth right now, you it don't will, have time yeah. to write your lines. You don't lines. have time to
2: think about something witty. But no, I, lo- I love to see her... Oh, the way she drags And that's people. what I wanted.
0: That I masquerade think, of uh, Ajay Goulet, I really wanted her to drag her, uh, so I was glad. I think
2: people don't realise that actually she contributed majorly to Iggy's downfall.
0: Yeah, But has
2: she got to cancel Iggy?
0: Iggy's diversion because Iggy is prospering, doing um, Insta model, whatever the fuck she's doing now. And she, she, but she got diverted out of this industry, definitely. definitely. Yeah, Yeah. because you
2: remember she—if she did one thing, she woke us all up to what Iggy was doing. I'm a runaway slave master, And that black that she was that she was doing. Yeah. And and what's happened now? Ti has now since said, oh, his biggest regret was signing Iggy, and then she cast him out for that. She cast him out there for that. But I'm glad that Iggy was ousted from the. the Yeah, she needed
0: to. Her stupid black scent and Amma, and although Are you I did. Oh, so fancy. She did have some bops. That's what Oh, I the fancy was. I'm oh, the she fancy had a was, couple yeah. bops and I hated her for that, yeah. for having them bops. Can't but Tori Lanez is a dickhead. It's really
2: um, you, the point
0: of this. I don't know who leaked it to TMZ. Um, guys,
2: let us know if we're canceling Tori because obviously we did the same with R. Kelly. I know that's a totally, totally different situation. Yeah. But let us know if we canceling Tori because Tori's got a catalogue. Or you know, some songs. Yeah. And I just need to know if I should stop.
0: But his songs are usually remakes of other people's songs, so I can just go and listen to the original
2: songs. Oh, that was a bit of shade there. <laughs> but is there literally- some truthful shade. No, 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 okay. Well, no, okay, I get what you mean. So he's I not, he's, he's not giving though, us the originals. Though, um, the, his most popular one, you, you Ain't Gotta Do More Than Just See, Say. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking about. That, that That's that's a, a remake. Yes. Yes, okay. I did a
0: poll okay. routine to that. That was sick. Yeah. So yeah, he can go. He can go because you can't shoot. We, he's cancelled. There's no should we. He's gone. He's mm-hmm. gone. But yeah, we do know how people are like, especially when it's black women who have been harmed. They don't care. It's like the Joe Button thing. Like there's more uproar over him possibly, allegedly masturbating his dog than the fact that he
2: allegedly beat one of his partners to the point where she miscarried. Yeah. is that is that Was that uh, Tahiri? Yes. That like he was talking about. Yeah. Now the thing is with that, now I think why that didn't gain enough traction was because... Misogynoir. Well, firstly, there's always kind of that as an underlying kind of base. Yeah. But secondly, I'm not too sure if you're aware. But a couple of weeks ago, and it's literally just a couple of weeks ago, um, a clip had come out mm. um, where Terry's now with a new guy called Vado or whatever, and mm. the th- clip had come out about with them hitting each other or uh, yeah. with him attacking her. It's been known that Tahiri has been. Violent or like you see her in Love and Hip Hop yeah. where she's attacking people and all of that. So I think that's what particularly didn't help her. But, but what about his with, other partners that he's hit? Exactly. Mixed with misogynoir, that's what has yeah, allowed he, people yeah. to go silent on it. So then with the Sin Santana one, um they're saying that um for some reason, she seems to be defending him, but they're well, saying she was Stockholm Syndrome. Y- yeah. They're saying that I'm probably because she's getting some a monthly- Oh, uh, stipend. Fee, yeah. yeah. Or stipend, um, yeah. Yeah. So they're saying that how they had a fight and then he dragged her- Or something like that I just think to myself It's all I, I I look at Joe Budden And I see that sort of person in him He looks like a madman to me I don't know how anyone Finds him attractive
0: I think he's so ugly I think he's horrible And more so I think he's horrible Because of what he keeps doing to women Like when he tried to come at Crystal From the read I just thought don't That's when I jumped in Because I was just like One thing you won't do right here Is come for my baby girl nah, Because she has given me Seven years of content You will fucking not yeah. That's what you um, Oh you signed a bad deal Only for us to now find That Spotify Boyd you as well. Yeah,
2: but you made a good point with the Spotify thing, and I think you. I think people in your kind of spaces will might experience. I hope you don't, but you yeah. might experience that as well, where you sign a contract on the basis of you know it's a, you're the you're you're one of the first podcasters out there. Yeah, so I mean, you're signing that on the basis that it's just going to grow, and if you hit this, we will then give you this. Yeah. Joe Budden's podcast grew beyond all of their imagination. <laughs>
0: yes, but the fact of the matter is, when you're not in something, yeah, because he came into podcasting after all of these man. he came in after um, um, um Kid Fury and Crystal. Yeah, he was okay. doing other things before, okay. but he came in after them. So you're looking at what they're doing and you're going, oh, you guys signed bad deals and da, 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 da. You were looking from the outside in. Now that you're in at it, he you've got a different now. perspective But did you go back, go back and apologise No and that's why I think it's like okay, shady Like Once you've clocked that actually they're, All of these networks are trying to take the piss out Of they all of us right? And saying, you know what my bad I shouldn't have come at you lot like that But the reason that you came at them like that Is because Crystal spoke out about somebody else Who was moving mad ASAP Rocky at the time Saying that he didn't care about the Black Lives Matter yes. Or, yes, yes, And yes, all yes, of yes. them and then he mm-hmm. was in Sweden Or whatever and he was locked up there mm-hmm. And she said, personally, I'm not going to be out here riding for someone that I know wasn't going to be riding for me. And then you're on your podcast calling her a dog or uh, whatever. Well, you'd have probably tried to masturbate her. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're calling her all of these names, calling her out on the podcast. And they are saying, Oh, you signed a bum deal and rare, rare, rare. All because she said something that was pretty fucking valid. And true. And true. Yeah. And she has a right to say, I'm not going to support that person. All of you lot can go and support that person. But me. But me and mine. We're it's not. not. How, yeah. And then you're there calling her every name under the sun because you hate women. you And you specifically hate black women. Mm-hmm. So that's how that even came about to be a subject in the first place. And then now, oh yeah,
2: you ended up with a bad deal too. Ah, oh, boo hoo hoo. And then now with all with this smear campaign that's been launched against him, it's going to be hard for him. Oh, I, I well, we'll see what he comes up with next. But you know, when you lose one deal, you have to renegotiate or negotiate another with yeah. somewhere else. How are you now going to negotiate a Really, really good deal or better deal with this smear campaign out against you. Who's with really this, gonna want to put who's really wanna with wanna your animal put money. cruelty? Yeah, who's gonna want to put money behind you? So they're gonna have to clean. You're gonna see, we're gonna see a lot more positive articles about him where they're gonna try yeah. and clean this image and then he's gonna come back with. Oh, but now Charlemagne
0: I've got, decided to open his own mouth and get involved as well, so he's got some um, back and forth with yeah, Charlemagne. Yeah, they're, they're
2: going back and forth, yeah. And Charlemagne has his own. Charlemagne's creating a new like, kind of like network thing as well. But
0: I that's, feel. yeah, but that's what he, he told him. Movies. He's like, you it's easy for you to critique when you, every you don't own any. Thing that you do and I thought Whoo!
2: what Charlemagne said that to Joe
0: no, no Joe said, said, said that to Charlemagne, Charlemagne yeah. yeah because the Breakfast Club, uh, Club is owned by iHeart Radio yeah so. and then he
2: had one show with MTV that got cancelled yes Joe but Joe Biden, Biden dragged him yeah no, no no Joe dragged him I'm not gonna lie but I think I think we're realising now that ownership and you know there's a, there's a very kind of complicated relationship with ownership earning money and peace. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I feel like Charlemagne doesn't need to own all of these things to earn money and have peace. But we say that now, but
0: when it's time to go, they keep all of that. It remains their intellectual property. Intellectual property is so important. It's It's, it's a massive currency and you want to make sure that you own the things that you care about. And so I've been considering actually another podcast, starting another podcast of completely different subjects. You'd only know about the subject if you follow my tweets. So, I'm gonna end up doing it as a duo, but I'm having to sit back and really, really consider all the all of the things that would be involved because intellectual property. So you were thinking about it now while it's a seed, but should it flourish,
2: who owns Who's what? Own it, yeah. No, it's true. And I guess a lot a lot of those contracts there. So people don't really understand signing. They, there's a reason why they say you're signing your life away to yeah. the devil with yeah. contracts. Contracts are bad. Yeah, you know those contracts will say things like how he can't. You know. Use his likeness to sell something. Yeah, he yeah. Can't use Charlemagne the God on yeah. this platform or that platform. He, they, they, they might even own his name. We don't yes, even know that. Exactly. Yet. You know. I mean, so I, that's why I, he's I always got think to be about there. Rihanna. How Rihanna has to do like gymnastics to kind of get her name on things. So she has to do Fenty by yeah. Rihanna.
0: Yeah, because she can't use Rihanna. To officially yeah, officially say that. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's very or Savage uh, uh, and Rihanna. Yeah, are, yeah. It's very kind of like all over the place. It would just be nice to see black black people just have their name on something.
0: But we all enter from such a space of uh, The dynamic is never really in our favour When it comes to power So by the time we end up having that power We sign so many deals along the way That, that it actually to- just looks mad yeah. And that's why I'm so reluctant to sign things now Everyone's reaching out after those viral videos Like oh do you want to work with us on this And do you want to work with not? Like I said in last week's episode I'm realising now that I am the motherfucking Thailand I am the actual bag I'm mm. not going out to secure a bag I am the bag for mm. all of you man So therefore I want a contract that rep, like, Really reflects that mm. And if you can't give that, then I'm fine where I am because look at me as a as this fool. All of this time, I've been waiting for oh, give me um, this book deal, or give me this um, TV special, or this film, and you know, let me be in all of these spaces, and that's when I'll be known, and that's when I'll be thirty. But actually, I've all of the time I've amassed all of the um, these followers, and I've got this following. I could just put my things out myself. And I've then always
2: look- I've always said that though. And I think that's why I'm becoming such a TikTok advocate. Yeah. But I feel like that's why I was telling you about TikTok because there are so many talented young people, people just mm-hmm. generally- on tiktok and obviously there are people that talk about how they've been trying to break into acting for years but then come and see them do a skit on tiktok and it's got like five million they are reaching people that they would have never reached if they were doing background acting or if they were doing any of those little bits of work do you get what i mean so it really is it's about taking that platform it's taking back your platform yeah basically yeah and using it to your own advantage and that's like that's what i said to you i feel people would forget you're an actor because you're coming you know you talk about all, all these things with all this politics and mm. everything else so when they see that it probably blows them away a lot more because yeah. it's like well yeah you can do this as well and I think it's about constantly reminding people of your talents yeah and I think that's where social media kind of is kind of good for us because you could just create your own you could create your own channel
0: yeah yeah I think it's just having, you. Yeah, it's having that time. But I think it's something that I do really need to consider keeping everything as something that I own in, in certain regards so I can do what I'm doing. But seeing the response to um, the makeup tutorial and other bits and people kind of being like, you know what, I don't like her. I think I might hate her guts, but I have to motherfucking respect her. Um, I'll take that. Bye. I'll take that. Bye. But um, the next thing is the diversity um, dance group doing their Black Lives Matter performance, or is it, where do they do it? Britain's Got um, Talent? Britain's Got
2: Talent, yeah. And they've had
0: 7,500 7, complaints?
2: I think that one kind of, I think I was genuinely annoyed by that. And I was just more, more annoyed by it because you, go, you kind of go down the comments and everyone's they're all agreeing with each other like yeah this was this should have never been done yeah i think a lot of british people the problem is is that they have this thing where it's like oh well it's not happening in the uk yeah. so why the fuck are we talking about it yeah. and why the fuck are we making it a uk problem yeah and they're just not ready for that rude awakening because even whilst they're saying that they're being racist
0: yeah well but now it's even saying that they've it's received ten thousand two hundred and sixty-seven.
2: complaints. i saw that yeah that was what i saw hmm and then it's funny because you think to yourself, "Oh my god, how bad was this?" Yeah. Oh, have, have you have you watched?
0: That's what I'm most offended about. Because <laughs> have you watched what that's what,
2: uh, that's what I'm
0: most offended about because it was a standard performance.
2: It was a sta- it was quite good. watered down. I thought. Oh. I thought if, if it was, I was there was nothing a message, about it that right, exactly. made it really really proud of God. You're, You're lucky, that, lucky that, I did not
0: do that choreography for say. you. You're that lucky
2: is, I did not do your set design because what I would have say. put up. You, all of you would have cried honestly so and i think it's great because even when they were in that boardroom or whatever room they were in and they were coming up with that performance they thought to themselves oh let's do this and mm. they probably had to take it out because they were worried yeah. about complaints yes so to think that that was the final showcase and you're still complaining about what about, about people what? telling you that they don't want to be killed i think that is so it's it's actually so disgusting it makes me even more sick to think that you know, when you think about the average and all of that, I probably walk past or probably live near some of these people that have made um, these complaints. Yes. You, yeah. I might even work with one of them.
0: Oh, definitely you do. Definitely. <laughs> I love how you're so sure about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sure. And that's what gets me. And I think, again, um, going back to the makeup tutorial video, I was very specific about not mentioning anything to do with blackness in it.
2: hmm Because I
0: that, Right. It was very specific because I wanted to see just how much all of you care about justice when I don't mention specifically my blackness. Because even when I was doing eyeshadow, one of my thoughts was to do, oh, I'm going to go with a Grenfell Green here. Mm-hmm. just to. But I thought, no, because the moment we start adding these aspects that makes you consider anything other than you and how you've been affected, you have a problem. But I need you to get onto this platform. I need you to find your way onto this platform so I can lambast you and, and, and you. deal with you. Yes. Deal with you. Because when you arrive, I'll say, hey, hey. How did you get here? Yeah. Did you not get here over the first video that you said was the truth? <laughs> so how is it I told the truth then and I'm lying I'm now? I'm lying now. Look at your head. Yes.
2: Foolish Beautiful goat. Point.
0: So I wanted them to arrive so I could be like, no, so you see, you do care yeah. about something when it affects you. Now come and learn selective. some more.
2: That's selective. It's for, selective. always selective. And the diversity thing, I thought, is (laughs) they don't even have a problem with their name being diversity. (laughs) Yeah, the diversity thing was just I thought it's and I feel actually feel sorry for the guy. What's his name? Ashley Banjo. Yeah, because he he won um, Britain's Got Talent. He won it back those years ago, all those years ago. And to think to yourself, that is the that is the this is the show that made you who you are now. And look, look at what they're complaining about. But that's the reason they let you win in the first place.
0: Oh, look at these blacks dancing. And their name is They've diversity. got such... Ri- the only time you, man, are on beat is when it's to do with racism. That is when you are on beat. You never miss a they beat. You never miss a beat. You never
2: miss a beat no. when it's time to be racist. Every <laughs> other
0: time, you can't catch the one, you can't nope. catch the two, but ah,
2: oh, a racist, boom, boom, you'll catch They're that. They're doing Beyonce dancing when it comes to racism. I tell they I tell get you into formation like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, it's... That was quite sad, actually, because... You think What are you complaining about? But the discomfort of being
0: shown something that they know deep down that they are complicit in—it must be uncomfortable. It's every time people show me videos about animals being eaten. I'm like, mm, well, oh,
2: but it's awkward. weird because those those animal videos of them getting—they rack up a lot of views. They rack up a lot of likes yeah. from by the whites. They yeah, lo- they love the, but the, that no,
0: but, but white people love being vegan because they like speaking for animals in the way that they can't speak for us. Mm-hmm. They would be so uh, behind um, and supportive of anti-racism if it meant that black people could not speak for themselves and I, actually go, I, I've got it from here. Totally That's why like they me. love animals so much because and when they think that to be vegan is the end of it all. But being vegan isn't actually just um, not being cruel to the environment because... When it's time for cocaine, who's getting those things for you? When Oof. it's time for you to get all of your high powered superfoods, who's farming Oof. all of those superfoods for you? So you don't actually care about um, um the environment, you just want to focus on being white,
2: yeah. And it's a performativeness, of yeah, exactly.
0: It well. So that's why when I say, Oh, look at these animals being tortured in this way, I think it's horrible, I definitely do. But why do you have such vim
2: for this and not for other things? Yes, and that's what I was saying to you. So you remember when. The um the extension rebellion people mm-hmm. were stopping the trains and all of that. Yeah. I remember going into work and I, it kind of caused a stir. I said, "Guys, do you know that those extension rebellion people? They're racist." Yeah. And I remember people looking at me like, "Sneak, what has this got to do with racism?" I said, "Look at what it's got. To, this is. Let me tell you exactly what yes. it's got to do with racism. Racism exists. Yeah. These people now. are these? Is this what these people are protesting? No. Are they stopping trains for it?" But it's, it's 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 climate change. It's all of these things that you want to be doing, and they they were so aggressive about that protest. It's where
0: they were stopping the trains as well. Because oh people who are getting on from those places are they, they have their socioeconomic
2: status is very
0: very different. Why don't you go and stop it in Knightsbridge or right. whatever? Go do it stop, there? You won't. You want to come and do it in was it Stratford
2: and or West is, Ham? And of all things, this is what you or have Canning chosen Town. to protest about so aggressively. But <laughs> the
0: thing is, climate change. I would I would I would appreciate you um, protesting. Um, climate change because we know that it disproportionately affects um, black and brown people especially um, poorer black and brown people we know that they are the ones that will that are actually being affected by all of these things when we look at you know the global south yes, even for yes. instance and all of that stuff but the fact is that is not why you're doing it and if it was why you're doing it you'd actually bring them into the conversation you go. Like, you've made it so whitewashed it's all about how you feel about it in you your dege dege deg- deg- um, combat trousers
2: and your and your um, discombobulated Birkenstocks yes <laughs> that is my <laughs> point like, when you look around in those protests you hardly see any blacks because we feel like we would love to protest climate change but we have to protest racism first
0: yeah we have to actually stay alive to be able to and protest what's happening with the climate because the climate has always been hostile towards us
2: I don't even I I, I don't (laughs) even know what to say facts I can't scream facts loud enough after that statement literally that's my point
0: uh, Megan and Harry paid back 2.4
2: million for the renovation money that they used for their. Megan co- is so petty. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is so petty. I love it because you know where. <laughs> They were like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know when it came out like mm? they're going to have to pay back? Everyone's like, yeah, let's see how they do that. <laughs> like I said, take the money. Take the money, go. You little bitches. She signed I'm a couple sweats. deals. Disney here, Netflix there. Go. Have your money. Take fuck your off.
0: 2.4 mil. Your small, small 2.4 You're not classy. You don't you're, have class. You're trashy. <laughs> trashy, have it. Just take that small change. Mil. It's
2: small change that you're asking me for. Take the 2.4 mil and fuck off, man. I love Megan. I can't imagine what she's going through mentally though. It's mad. I can't imagine what she's going through. Uh, mentally Meghan Markle but I just think to myself I love her I love her bravery to really kind of because what she's done and she's done rightly so is that she's put a middle finger up yeah she's put two I said put fuck two all of you man up. fuck, fuck all of you fuck lot fuck you guys yeah because she yeah she you're did dusty your dusty fucking island yes <laughs> and then everyone's trying to say oh is the UK that racist look Meghan, <laughs> Meghan came Megan came from America the land of the land of racism she said oh let me come to the UK let me see what yeah I want to do princess not as, as racist as America <laughs> We showed, we showed Meghan Markle, we showed her a different level of racism to the point where uh, she ran. She shined her eye well, well, when oh
0: she came here. Oh my God. Nothing like shocked. it. The mind fuck, the mind games that they play over here, the
2: gaslighting. The sophistication. Oh, nah, mate. She said, do you know what? Let me go to America where they will just call me nigger. Yeah. That they will dance around the subject in the, in, the, in the newspapers. They will just say, they will plaster it on the newspaper. Meghan Markle is a nigger. Yes. I prefer that I prefer that To what you guys Are doing
0: over here Because here It's too sophisticated For me But that's what We packaged and sent out That's what we do That's our biggest export Racism is our biggest export In this country And everyone else Has taken it And um, put it together Assembled it like Ikea furniture To suit their own needs And that's why we have America and What everyone else is doing Anyway Let's get into Straw of the week AKA suck your mum Because I mean It's all a mess we can add the treatment that Casta Semenya has received in there and how they've moved towards her, like telling her that she has to take these um, hormones if she wants to continue um, playing um, or sorry, continue competing. And it's just misogynoir as far as I'm concerned. Really that simple. It's really that simple. Oh, but let's David Vance. We were going to talk about as well, but I see that Twitter has suspended his page. So I'm glad. Even though it wasn't showing up as suspended for you, it showed yeah, that he locked Yeah, showing it. up
2: as locked for me. And, you know, it's good to see that they did it with the swiftness. I don't know. Something about me is just not satisfied. Mm. I'm just not satisfied like We that. need
0: more. The way that they gave Wiley energy, more. they and, need to, because yeah. what he
2: wrote to Marcus Rashford was wild. About. What he wrote was the most disgusting thing ever. And it was the fact that he saw that, he saw Marcus Rashford's tweet. Tweet. He sat down Yeah And he formulated Oh But
0: how can you be talking God. about child poverty He's just basically saying The government should be able to support The children of this cu- um, country And you're coming with Oh yeah but um, Black men don't
2: look after their kids Yeah
0: black men don't look after their kids There's lots of single parents um Hanging around Single mothers hanging around And am like What does that have to do With what I've just said But you just wanted to come out here And be racist So you David Can absolutely Absolutely
2: suck your mother In so absolutely. many different ways I want you I want David to think of a creative way To suck his mum
0: Yes, um, but my special, special straw of the week Goes out to Belgium Because Ooh. they've agreed ha, 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 ha They've agreed to return the last human remains Of Congolese freedom fighter Patrice Lumumba And um, they've agreed to give it back to Congo um, But they only decided to do this After his daughter demanded that they do so um, And why, you know, what, what remains do they have? Well, they have his tooth why do they have this tooth? Well, after assass- um, assisting in kidnapping and murdering him, the Belgian officers um, dug up his corpse, cut him up, dissolved all of his body parts in sulfuric acid, ground the bones, and then scattered them. Then the only thing that's left of Patrice Lumumba is that tooth, and Belgium kept it.
2: That is so disgusting.
0: Yeah, a freedom fighter. That's how aggressively this this world does not want black people to be oh. free.
2: And, the, and it's the fact That they still held on To his tooth Until this Until this Yeah day. But it was like oh. When they were dis,
0: uh, displaying In France um, um, Sarah Bartman's um, Labia
2: Yeah they, oh, they still had that Yeah, yeah. They,
0: They're taking that down though, Yeah right? Taking that down Yeah In this day and age <laughs> And it's just like, you'd already kidnapped and murdered him, but you then went and dug up his body because you it wasn't, enough. wasn't you had, enough. It wasn't enough. That's the rage that black people face. That wasn't enough. You had to dig him up and then dissolve his remains. You don't want any aspect of his physical being to remain really in this world because he was dealing with you,
2: dealing with you by simply asking you to respect us. That's scary. That is scary. Where of them European countries that have these kind of skewed, kind of fucked up, kind of It's demonic. It it, to, yeah, it's demonic. It's, Belgium it's, are known for that. France unknown for it. Yeah, England. Yes, ne- <laughs> Netherlands. They're ne- not leaving them out. Netherlands. Yeah, quite big on that as South well. South Africa exists, you know. Yes, th- thanks
0: to them in in the, in how what they've created for you know the the, the people there.
2: It truly, it truly is disgusting. It, it's it's so disgusting. I, you would you wouldn't even think to yourself that there is someone's remains. That are being kept Numerous I'm and sure it's never, it's never white people's remains That they like to No keep, They show them the utmost respect In fact they give them statues Yes They give them the most Oh respect. they had a
0: complicated life So they Let's can have not a, talk about yeah, it no. Yeah they, they can have a statue But you know When it comes to like black people We can do what we like It's the way that That's why I it, My spirits never sat well with Obama Because when What they did to Gaddafi And he was very very happy with Like I told them to press the kill button And I killed him And it's like You guys are so excited to take away African leaders I, you know we can talk all day about the atrocities that they've committed but it's like you guys commit atrocities in your countries all of the time and you don't approach each other like this you could never, never none of you man could ever approach Putin like this you guys could never step to him like this never. but when it's the African leaders
2: you have all of the vim less respect I know I, I get that I get that. It's hard when you then look into Gaddafi and then he was
0: doing But that's what I'm saying. He's way uh, yeah. and he's way with he's
2: mad. But the thing is, he's way with the madness.
0: It's not something that Putin is not doing. It's not something that Trump oh, is agreed, not doing. Agreed. Like all of you lot are doing that, but you got you don't give each other the energy. You don't go and start shooting up each other, but you can go to African leaders and shoot
2: them up and yes. do all of that and be and celebrate it. Yes. Because there's a lesser value placed on Africa when yes. Africa pretty much is the richest place out of everywhere. Yeah. Resource
0: wise But you guys And that's why I'm saying like, You don't support Africa Africa supports all of you lot And that's why they would Want to make sure That there's no one opposing them Like you can kill your citizens All you want But don't oppose us When we need to come in And have um, access to your resources And give you shit prices for it That's what you won't do and that's what makes it also that's why i'm just like mm, i'm not sure to, i can't join the rest of you girls yeah, you've um, never really been I mean, a huge fan
2: of obama no Even no when he was in his heyday you were never just wrong. no i've always been really really I, reserved I about that, that. I, I love michelle
0: though no i really able able like michelle yeah and just take michelle. I've got, yeah i've got I, that I, cognitive I, dissonance <laughs> i really like i like <laughs> michelle but obama i'm not i'm not feeling him like that but um yeah i just i, I just thought that it was so interesting reading that like This is how savage you've behaved towards um, these freedom fighters, the way that you treated Nelson Mandela, so many people throughout history. Even now, the way that black um, activists are treated is disgusting, Mm -hmm. but people will just ignore that and put that to decide it doesn't matter. So Belgium, you can go and suck your mothers and all you other European countries that have delighted in killing black activists. And, and keeping their remains because it's proof that you feel like you really, really did something. But those remains is what will continue to haunt you and the rest of your families. Like none yes. of your descendants will see good things because of what you have done. Yes. Watch. So you can go and suck your mothers and, and choke on it. And yes. that, that's it for this week's
2: episode. There we are, guys. <laughs> that was a that was a punchy suck your mama. I thought I was looking at you that <laughs> a vein pop out when you said that suck your mama, That's why I was just like, oh, what Ooh. do I say after that? <laughs> yeah, no suck your mom <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah that's it for this week's episode i've been kelechi aquifer
2: and siddique
0: yes and thank you better help for supporting this episode this has been sym officially known as say your mind unofficially known as what what suck your mother <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i hope you enjoyed the episode and um get ready because the cards will drop next week
4: Exciting. peace <laughs>
1: It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we all go sipping Hard time calling for your long trots You might learn something, you will never know i let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you're mine, say you mind.